Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Greg Wilson's a little late right now. I'm waiting for him to come, but we have a great show lined up. We have Hector Lombard. We have Valerie Letourneau, as well as a Titan FC press conference between Anthony Gutierrez and Wallel Watson. It's going to be a great show. I want to thank our sponsors. Remover Restoration. Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals at Remover Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore etched windows, and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is very important. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at removerrestoration.com. That's 1-888-424-9697. Or go to removerrestoration.com. Also, we got a brand new sponsor, Decipher. That's D-I-C-Y-P-H-E-R. Check it out. Decipher is a lifestyle firm designed to make your life better. Today's world is full of difficulty, so why not make your life easier? Decipher is a company designed to cover a wide range of issues, all with the goal of making life painless. I can use that. Hell yeah, I can. They specialize in life coaching, mental coaching, negotiations, personal advising, and even business consulting. All services to help you maximize your full potential. I'm all about potential. So listen. They got life coaching, mental coaching. Decipher takes a no-bullshit approach to coaching. They'll advise you to help you reach your goals. All coaching is done by phone rather than in person, allowing clients the ability to reach them at any time. They can help you deal with complicated issues, advise you, help you meet your goals, and they even help talk through difficult situations. They've coached celebrities, MMA fighters, porn stars, boxers, and many more. They want to bring that same experience to you. So go to di dash C-Y-P-H-E-R dot com and book a coach today. Also, negotiating services. There's a lot goes on to the successful negotiation. Many times, a good deal hinges on preparation alone. These guys will help you negotiate. Go to decipher.com before your next negotiation. Some people see advising as something for business people or only for rich people, not them. Many advisors only speak to people that bring a ton of money to the table, not at Decipher. They help everyone. So go to di-cyphe-r.com, use the code DODGEBALL for 10% off. So they do life coaching, negotiation services, and consulting and advising services. Also, right now, I am drinking Camara Coffee, the best coffee ever. I'm telling you, Camara Coffee is a premium, high-altitude coffee that is sourced from Dominican Republic, infused with high-quality nootropics. What are those? Those are brain vitamins. I'm telling you, these nootropics, they've been helped to find counteractive cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. Benefits from supplementing with nootropics are numerous and include enhanced focus, mood and reaction time, increased metabolism, fatigue reduction, cardiovascular support, and more. Become the legend. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Use the coupon code MMAROASTED. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are grossly underpaid. How many times have I talked to fighters? They have three and four jobs, okay? They can't even focus on their training. Well, now we can make a difference. Tipafighter.com. Go to at tipafighter. Tip these guys for their performances. And men, women, tip them. Help them out. Fighters, there's no reason that you should not be with tip a fighter. It's free money. You're fighting anyway. Might as well get paid more money. And finally, I want to thank American Icon Autographs. 
A-I-A-S-E.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Sign collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Cheech and Chong, Mike Tyson, Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan, and more. Go to them at AIASE.com. All right, so now we are going to do an interview right off the bat with Hector Lombard and Valerie Letourneau. Let's talk to them right now. Hello? Hello, is this Hector Lombard? The one and only, Mike. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? Nice to, nice to hear from you. How's everything going? It's going. Can't complain, Mike. How's, uh, how's, how's uh, training? Uh, slow, okay. Slow, okay, yeah. Nice, nice. Now, I saw that you were in Abu Dhabi. Uh, you won your first match. The second match. And I won my second. I won your, my second piece. You won your second. Three. And then... Yes, the, and the third one, it was it was a it was a a, a, a draw, right? But they it, like it was no, a... no, no. That's the one that I'm talking about. Okay. Um, definitely a one. That's like, come on. <laughs> now, watch it. I have no, I have not seen it, but everyone says it was very close. Yeah, it was close, but you know, I scored all takedowns. You know, I was uh, I was aggressor, and and I was I was the one that initiated actions. Hmm. And um, it didn't happen my way. I don't know why, but it is what it is. Um, I compete, and and I'm very, but I'm very proud of that of my performance. Yeah. <clears throat> no, everyone said that they were surprised. I guess that guy that you were get you went against was everyone was saying has huge accolades in jujitsu, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, eleven. It's eleven times uh, world champion. Damn. Now, do you still now? Do you still want Josh Barnett? Of course, all day long. You don't think he's too big? I don't. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Now, I remember last yeah, time a lot, you, a, lot of, a lot of people would pay for that. A lot of people would pay for that. Hey? Absolutely, I I'd pay for it. Now, I remember last time you really wanted to fight Rory McDonald. You were calling oh. him out. Uh. Has any progress been made? Has anybody contacted you about that fight? Uh, you know, um, this is the thing, okay? Everybody, everyone called me up when I'm, I'm, I'm unable to fight or get the fight. When I'm close to that, nobody's called me up. I want to see when, you know, January, after January, who's going to call me. <laughs> So you think all these guys are calling you out now because you're injured, or not because you're injured, because you're you're suspended? Yeah, because I can't get in. Right. I mean, well, like like when um, like when you heard Patrick Cote call you out, how mad were you? You know, I called I called that dude last last year, and he 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 said, "Well, this was no, I'm not ready." And now you're and now you're suspended. Now he's calling you out. Could have fight. I, I call him up. I call him out like I don't know how many times, and never heard from him. Hey, come on, Mike. Now, do you still want to fight him, or do you think it's a, a step down for you to fight him? Hey, uh, yes, but you know, I'm, I'm focused on Roddy. Hey, you know, he was, he was the one. He was he was the one that was calling me out first. Hey. So you think Rory will take the fight, or you think he'll be scared to fight you? 
mean, I think we take the fight. I think we take the fight. I would love to see it. Now, because uh, I remember I actually tweeted about it, and you said that you were going to beat Rory up so bad his mama wouldn't recognize him. And he said, he actually came back and said, yeah, that happens all the time. That he's actually, <laughs> it's unlike his last fight. So he actually was a pretty good sport about that. Um, <laughs> he says that happens all the time. His mom doesn't recognize him. So I actually gave him a lot of credit for that. I was, I, you know, most guys, when somebody says that, they come back. But look, 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 look. Hey, don't get me wrong. Um, it's not for personal aid. Uh, winning is all business aid. It's all business with me and Roddy. Um, so, um, you know, it's, you know, let's put the pie, let's, you know, let's beat up each other. And, and then after that, we, you know, we, it's all good. Right. No, no, I think it's great. I think it'll be a great fight. I think that's the fight everyone wants to see. And I think if you beat Rory, that puts you right into title contention. So it's a great fight for you. It's one fight back. Then you get to fight the champ or you get to fight, you know, uh, Robbie Lawler, or who I, I know he's your teammate, but I think it's still a fight that people want to see if Robbie's still the champion, you know. Now, um, now you were recently yeah, Roy, in, you were recently, Robbie's my boy, Robbie's my boy, Robbie's a good guy, yeah. I like Robbie. I know, I know what you're thinking about that. I was just thinking about Rody, hey, right now. Uh, by the way, uh, Greg Wilson just joined us, he's he's my co host. I'm talking to Hector Lombard right now, oh, right on, hey, hey, the great Hector Lombard, one of the one of the baddest men on the planet. Absolutely. Now, I heard a rumor, Hector, and tell me if this is true, that somebody, uh, somebody's son was acting up, so they took him to, to your gym and they made him spar you as a, <laughs> as a punishment. Did that happen? I don't remember. I mean, it's been so many times people come. Um, <laughs> so many and, people want their children punished by Hector Lombard. I remember, remember back in the days. Remember back in the days when uh, uh, they 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 brought up uh, they brought up Melvin um, Mahus. Yeah, Melvin Mahus. At that time, at that time, Melvin was hot. He was he was he was way too hot. Nobody wanted to touch him. So uh, he came over to his spa. So. We got locked up in the KJ. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love this shit. Hey. And uh, everybody was expecting, you know, uh, everybody was expecting, like, he was he was going to give me an ass whooping. Hey. Hey. Didn't happen. He was, he was calling, he was calling, he was calling for, he was calling for the key for the door. Open the door, Mike. Open the door. I'm out. No way. So you were kicking, you were kicking his ass so bad he was begging to come out of the cage. Yes, indeed. Wow, wow! I remember that time you told me about Josh Barnett. And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I had nothing against him. You know, um, I, I was, I was a fan, I was a fan of him. You know, you know, really good at stand up. Um, you know, one of the one of the best at that time. Hey. I was before he was getting all, all knocked out and shit. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I was a thing. I was a thing, hey. And but you know, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to get. I wasn't going to get beat up. Right. Especially, especially in front of everybody, hey. Now, one of my favorites. So one of my favorite stories. I had to do what I had to do. One of my favorite stories you told was the time that Josh Barnett came, and you said you had beat him on the feet. That you actually were lighting him up on the feet, he ran out of the gym, right? Uh, yeah, he knows that. 
the it next but the next out. the next day he came back you you went five rounds you were going 10 rounds five minutes each he jumped on you and then you were going to bite him in the ass right yeah, I mean, I, you know, he, 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 spent, he, he got me tired. He got me tired. You know, he was about, you know, five guys. That's probably like five guys, eh? Um, but, um, yeah, back to Melvin, eh? Uh, he, was, he was screaming. He was screaming for help. Wow. Help! I would. <laughs> Open that door! <laughs> believe me, eh? But, um, I mean, you know, I have stories. I have stories. Um... <laughs> Hey, you for you know you forgetting you forgetting. Uh, 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 I'm here with Valerie. Hey. Yes, you are here with Valerie. Now, are you and Valerie uh, uh, a, a couple? Well, why are you bringing that? All right, okay, game? okay, okay. No, all right, okay, fine. I'm just asking. Okay, okay. We're not <laughs> we're not gonna ask that. Valerie, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Adam? Good. I met you in. Uh, we were in Vegas. I met you with Tisha Torres and uh, your other friend. Uh, how can I- did you forget her name? No, no. I, I oh, who your, your your other friend? Yeah, my other friend. Wait, wait, yeah, what, what, what's her name? What's her name again? I like her. <laughs> you like yes, her? He likes her. I did like her. No, she was gorgeous. This girl, she was beautiful. She is. She just want. She just want her fight. You should interview her. Oh, I would love to interview her. Now, what's her name again? By the way, her name is uh... Jessica Bronco. Jessica Bronco, gorgeous, and uh... my room. Your roommate, your roommate. Yes, I like Jessica Bronco. Now, by she, the way, she, we we're gonna give you we're gonna give you her number. Oh, nice. Yeah. So and a you saddle? you interview her about her fight. Uh, I have her number, uh, but okay, sure, no problem. <laughs> we gotta give you we're gonna give you her number. So you have talk, Mike, please. Okay, you know, um, you set up the interview with her. Okay, I will. No problem. She is this girl, Greg. She okay. is gorgeous. I mean, she is a gorgeous girl. All three of them are gorgeous. Valerie, you you may have the prettiest eyes I've ever seen in my life. By the way, I understand why uh, why big Cubans would fall in love with you. Now, um, <laughs> no, thank you. Leave it alone, Mike. Leave it alone. Will uh, I, I will. I will. I'll leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. No, no, Valerie. By the way, alone, your last fight. You uh, you were the underdog. I think you were like a three to one underdog, right, against Marina Moroz. I don't know. I don't pay attention too much to this, but yes, I know I was underdog. Huge underdog. And Hector said, Hector said to me, "Bet on Valerie. Bet on Valerie. Valerie's gonna take it." You just destroyed this girl, this undefeated girl. Did you make money? Did you make money? You know what? Good. I, a lot of people did make money, actually, on Twitter. They said that they they heard Hector, and they did. They put all the money on you. Now, what? Well, Damn on you. You didn't bet. Hey, you didn't bet. You didn't. Shame. <laughs> I you should, didn't bet. I should have bet. <laughs> Don't lie, Mark. I should have bet. Now, oh. now, your last three fights, Valerie, between uh, mm-hmm. Liz Phillips, Jessica Ricosi, and now Marina Moroz, huge improvement. You're getting better every fight. What's been the difference? Uh my old team, I had so much help here, and I don't know, it must be South Florida vibe. <laughs> no, I'm just 100% focused on my training here. That's the main difference. I had, like, I was working a lot in Canada, and, you know, being here gives me a new energy, and um, like I say, I have so much help. I cannot name everybody, but, like, in general. Don't name everybody. I can name Hector Lampa. <laughs> he's helping me a lot. But you I can, can name at least one name. There's so many people. 
<laughs> not to forget. Picture, no, picture is helping me a lot. I have to say since the very beginning. And, um, I mean, all that together, I mean, it's finally uh, the, the hard work pay off. Now, you got a huge fight coming up against Joanna Janjancek, the champion. Hey, oh, oh, stop, 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 stop. The only person I have met that can pronounce, can pronounce had the, the proper pronunciation of that surname. Kuro, you might. Did he? Yeah, yeah, good. He did it. He did it. <laughs> he, he, he did it. He did it correctly. Oh, I'm the, the only, only one. Person, no, no, no. Oh, thank you. He ever, ever pronounced, pronounced the name to the truth. Oh, you got the name right. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got... <laughs> needed an interpreter now, for that last now, bit. Now, again. Now, Joanna Yanjanchak, uh, she's the champ. She's my favorite. She's been, she's been obliterating all her opponents. What? How are you preparing for her? What do you have in store for her? Tell, tell us about this fight. This one I prepare for everybody. It's, a, it's just a different fighter, but I mean... Uh, same thing as usually, I analyze all the tape I have, everything I have about her, and I just, you know, prepare my, my camp with that and uh, show up with the best tools I have. But, um, I mean, she's a tough girl, but I don't I don't see her differently than any other girls. And uh, I'm just going to give my best in everything. I try on my best. I want to show their 100%. And uh, I give my 100% every day, and whatever is going to happen is going to happen in the fight, you know. No, there's, there's nothing else, you know, more than I I can do than what I'm doing right now. So. All right, Hector, uh, how is how is she gonna win this fight? Um, KO. KO. She's gonna knock her out. What round? Uh, maybe the third. Third. Now, are you are you are you helping her? Are you really giving her a great game plan for this girl? I'm always being behind the scenes, but um, <laughs> um, sometimes first thing in the morning. Yeah. What? What? what is, is these guys joking? Or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a comedian. He's a comedian too. Hey, he, you brought up another comedian. Hey? <laughs> Let, no, no, he's Hector. I fear you. I will stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? This guy. His, uh, his name is D. Greg Wilson. Baba Jenkins. He's a, his, name Baba is, Jenkins. his name is D. Greg Wilson. Very funny comedian. <laughs> Last time, Hector didn't like Tyler. Oh, is that right? Uh, he yeah, actually, not Tyler, not Tyler. He actually made Tyler tell a joke to him and then told me to fire this man. So <laughs> Now, let me, ask, let me ask you a question. Can you tell me a joke? I don't tell joke. I don't tell joke right off the bat. You have to, you, we come from Cuba <laughs> and learn to, to make joke. And, and then uh, after the joke, we enjoy uh, the coconut rum. You don't even sound like Cuban. You sound like a freaking Puerto Rican or something. <laughs> I sound Puerto Rican. Hey, at least I landed in the Caribbean. I'll take it. I'll fucking freaking, take it. Freaking like Russian, mixed Russian with Puerto Rican and freaking Argentino. I come to tell the joke and do the cocaine. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now you sound like a, you sound like Italian. Italiano, I make a pizza pie. We put the pepperoni on the pizza pie. Okay, okay, let's get back to the interview. All right, so so, Va- so Valerie, now Valerie, you started off at 135. You're undefeated at 115. How hard was that weight cut? Oh, that's not fun. I'm not going to say it's easy. And I, I mean, you can tell it from uh, my weigh-in. 
I look terrible, but uh, what matters to me is what I'm doing in the fight, and uh, actually I'm doing really good at 115, so I'm going to keep going that way and just try to make my cut easier next time. You know, it's always an improvement, but um, no, it's not easy. Right. Now, I know that you're a, you're a great mom. You always talk about you know how your daughter is an inspiration. Uh, where does your daughter stay when you're in uh, Florida? She stay with me. Oh, she's with you in Florida. Yeah, she's with me in Florida. Oh, she cool. had to stay in Canada for a little bit, you know, for me to get set here. But uh, the plan was always to, to, you know, that she moved with me after two months. So I let her finish school last year, and as soon as she finished her school in Canada, she she uh, she moved with me in Florida. By the way, you, so, and, uh, you and Hector are going to have the most uh, uh, athletic babies of all time. I'm telling you, you guys will have super babies. He's going to burst out of the womb. I'm just saying that that baby would be so strong. That would be the scariest baby ever. It would have beautiful eyes and it would just be like built like a tank. I'm going to carry that baby. I'm going to take a beating. He's going to punch his way out of the womb. I already have, I already have one of the stupid kids already, man. Uh, <laughs> you saw my kid. One stupid. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Played, super kid, super kid. Yeah, yeah. He plays football. He plays footy. He plays, um, he plays golf. Oh wow! I mean, it's a stupid kid already. Eight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw a picture of your kid on Instagram. Adorable kid. Very good looking kid, Hector. Very good. Very, very, very cool kid. Like his father. No, no problem. Just like his yeah, father. Like his <laughs> 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 no, I can't wait for this fight, Joanna. I mean, uh, Joanna, uh, Valerie. I mean, you're you're fighting in Australia. So, uh, Hector, are you going to go with her to uh, to uh, Australia? Oh, man. Of course, I need him there. Come on, now, that's not even a question. Is he going to work your corner? <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna work in my corner. Oh, that's great! Oh, awesome. Are you gonna he's show? Very, very involved in my camp right now. Are you gonna show her all the cool parts of Australia, Hector? I mean, we uh, we went we went to Melbourne, and um, she already she already proposed me to get married. She to, <laughs> she to be become an Australian. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> she to become an Australian. She's like, I want to marry you, so I can become an OCA. <laughs> And I say, and I said, <laughs> I said, if we get married, you're gonna have, you're gonna be Canadian also. He said, I don't really don't care about that. <laughs> I don't care about Canada. So now you're gonna be Canadian, <laughs> Cuban, <laughs> and Australian. That's that's amazing. Now, that's that, that is pretty awesome. Now, how did no? I know Hector's a very charming guy. Uh, he says a lot of times women just flock to him because of his muscles, uh, and that he, they no, they. No, they no. They, Not true. They, they can't resist Not his true. body. How did how did he pick you up, Valerie? It's he, did, he didn't pick me up. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you so, tried to dig in. It. Yeah, I, I know you. I know. I know you tried to dig in. I know you tried to dig in somehow. Hey, we are, hey. 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 <laughs> you too smart. You too smart. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the fights this week. I want to. I want to get your. So Daniel Cormier versus Gustafson. Who wins this fight? I mean that's uh, oh man that's a tough one. Who you go for? Uh, Cormier. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's tough call, eh? And it's so hard to say because what he did with uh, John Jones and what he did with uh, Johnson is a totally different uh, performance. So I don't know, but I would say Cormier. Yeah. Yeah, I think Cormier's wrestling is going to be too much for him. 
I don't know about that, man. I know, uh, you know, um, you know, Gustavo is hard to take down, eh? Yeah. He's hard to take down. I don't know about that one. It's going to be a good well, fight. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. No yeah, doubt. Very close, eh? Now, Hendricks versus Woodley. I know, Hector, you think that Woodley was running from you, right? You wanted to fight Woodley. He wouldn't fight you? Yeah, well, I passed on that one. Um, <laughs> who else? Okay, uh, Ryan Bader versus Rashad Evans. Uh, I pick for Rashad. You do? Yeah. Well, I want Rashad to win. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. I, I want Bader. I want Ryan Bader. Well, yeah. we're gonna have a fight that night. I was gonna say, don't fight, guys. <laughs> you go with Black don't Zillian. fight. You gonna go with Black Zillian? I go with Rashad. I'm not talking about Black Zillian. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm never gonna go with Black. This is what breakfast is like with that. I'm never gonna go with Black Zillian. Mike. He's already tired. <laughs> never gonna go with Black Zillian. So you think Bader's gonna win, Hector? For real? Yeah, I go for I go for Bader. I don't know. All right, so Sean Jordan, that's your teammate, right? Yeah. He's fighting uh, Magomedov. Yeah, well, I'm going to go against my, my team, my eight. Yeah, of course. Uh, Jessica I, Juliana Pena. I'm going to go with Jessica, baby. Jessica, yeah, baby. I think Jessica's going to take it, too. Really? Uh, this is going to be a close fight. I don't know. Yeah. You, you picking Pena, Greg? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know, Jessica's my friend, so I'm going to go with Jessica I. Right, right, right. Hi, that's right. Uh, two girls in your <laughs> weight class. Rose hey, who's this guy up behind <laughs> me? Hey, hey. <laughs> Kick him out. <laughs> Kick him out. <laughs> uh, 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 Rose Namajuna. Let me out of the cage. Uh, Ro- <laughs> Let me out of the cage. Kick him out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Give me the key. I want out of this goddamn cage. <laughs> uh, Rose Namajunas versus Angela Hill. Who's this again? Oh, I forgot about that one. Rose. Rose, you think Rose is going to win? Uh, Hector? I don't know. I don't know what that. I don't know. Uh, who else? <laughs> uh, Albert, Albert Tumenov uh, against Alan Juban. Who's it? We both look at each other. Excuse me, I don't even know who it is. I'm not in the, you know, I'm really bad with names. Okay, okay. Uh, Derek Lewis <laughs> versus Victor Pesta. I don't know who Victor Pesta is. Uh, Joseph Benavidez versus Ali Bagatinov. Benavidez, right? Ah, Benavidez. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much... Uh, and then this, this guy, Sage Northcutt. Everyone seems to be talking about him. Guy looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch model. So, yeah, so that's, cool. that, that's, that's uh, cool. this weekend. That's this weekend, the fights this weekend. So, uh, so are we going to double date, by the way? Uh, me, you, and your, uh, your uh, roommate? Bronco. Um, I'm oh, gonna have goodness. to talk about that with her. <laughs> well, you said you have her number. I do have her number. I do have her number. Oh. And a riding crop. You She's... Dip, you dip in it. Hey, you dip in it. Hey, you're a lucky one. You dip. You dip in it. Hey. I'm not dipping an A. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but... <laughs> ah, you dip A. Hey, you dip in it. Hey. 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 Okay. Go go on. Hello. Who is this guy, man? Who is this guy? This guy is heavy. This guy is heavy, eh? He's heavy. He is heavy, actually. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! Why he's screaming? Why he's screaming? He's got problems. Honestly, he's got. He's he's got problems, Hector. Is I he, love you, Hector. Is he goes to shows. Is he goes to his show and screaming to people? Uh, 
close attention or he's just playing like, jokes? No, he's 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 very funny. I mean, he happens to be one of the funniest comics alive. I think uh, you would lo- you you hey, guys would I'll love. Tell him. You, let me tell you, man. You know, you know. I mean, he didn't impress me at all. <laughs> he's not impressing you at all. <laughs> <laughs> tell me a joke. Tell me okay, a joke. Okay, I'm not you know, trying to fuck you, Hector. I don't hey, feel like I'm impressing. So, by the way, I, by the way, uh, Valor, I just want you to say, I was in Miami doing comedy. The whole American top team came, except for Hector, because he was in Canada. So, I just want to know, you cock-blocked Hector from seeing my show, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, yeah well, you have to keep us busy. <laughs> I want to go to your show, though. Yeah, we, you know, we actually, you know, we were talking about over there. We, oh, man, we, met, we, we missed the, the opportunity yeah. To uh, see you performing a live, hey. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to happen. I know, like, one day I'm going to be able to... Uh, We're going to catch uh, up for sure. Absolutely. You know, By the way, uh, so, so yesterday, BJ Penn called out your teammate, Nick Lentz. Oh, my goodness. They're going back and forth already. Yeah. Um, now, I, I read, I read um, what uh, Nick uh, put on his Instagram. He was... He was saying that uh, um, this time it's gonna retire feed Japan for real. Yeah, and I'm out. Go for it, Mike. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who do you think wins that fight? Nick Lentz, right? At this point, I mean, BJ Penn in his prime was unstoppable, but I mean, the last time BJ yeah, fought was like. I don't think about coming back. To be honest, I mean, he's like he's coming, a great fighter, but uh, coming back, but um, uh, Nick Lentz strong, man. Nick Lentz is in his prime. He's young. He's hungry. He's got everything yeah, to win. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, call him I call him the king of selfish, hey. <laughs> the king of what? <laughs> the king of selfish. <laughs> selfie, not selfish. The king of selfies. You think I'm my joke. He loves it. He loves taking selfies. Yeah. He loves taking selfies, so I call him the king of selfish. <laughs> you guys are great. Now, now, Hector, has your son met Valerie's daughter? Oh, uh, you want to you want to marry, marry those two already? <laughs> no, I'm saying like, do they hang out? Because they're like the same age, right? Uh, well, my son is in Australia. Right, he's in Australia, and he's not thinking to uh to come to America any day soon. Right, 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 right. Mm, so, not too sure about that. I know, like Barry. She's not allowed to have a boyfriend yet. <laughs> how old is she? Only when she turned eighteen. How how old how old is she now? Twelve. 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 Got you. She's twelve. Now I just I just think that you guys are like have one big happy family. It's so cute. I just feel like you got this uh, this beast of a man and Hector, this amazing fighter. Yeah. You got a girl who's gonna be the champion in Valerie, and they have the oh. kids. And, it's Stop just... it, Mike. Stop it, please. <laughs> They're like the Brady Punch. Don't force anything, please. You're forcing things here. What's going on with this guy you know, in the background? Hey. He, said, he said you're the Brady Punch. I think that was a good joke. <laughs> the Brady Punch. What is, what, what is that? What does that mean? What is that? Like the Brady, bunch, the, the Brady Bunch was a TV, big TV show in America. So you'd be the Brady Punch. So, uh, yeah, right. what is that thing for? Uh, I, you gotta explain I, it. I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, Yoel Romero versus Jacare. Yeah, Yoel kills him, right? Uh, my team might. Yeah. Are you helping him get ready for it? He actually is training in Miami, but he comes, you know, when, you know, when he's close to fight. Always at heat. Yeah. Are you going to be in Vegas that week? 
Uh, not sure. Um, when is that? It's uh, December twelfth. It's, it's it's he's on the same card as it's going to be Aldo versus uh, versus McGregor, and then it's Chris Weidman Weidman versus uh, Rockhold, and then Jacare versus Yoel, all on the same card. Oh wow! Yeah. What's the hell of a cost? And then the night before, it's Chad Mendez versus Frankie Edgar. And then the night before that, it's Paige Van Zant against uh, Joanna, uh, 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 Joanne Calderwood. Wow. So wow. it's. You see, putting that together, eh? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all back to back to back. In, uh, all in Vegas? In Vegas, all in Vegas. Wow, that's, so that's uh, the week to go. Yeah. Damn. You're probably going to Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna hey. I'm gonna be performing all week in Vegas, so I'd love to see you guys there. We, it'll be and great. Jessica. Yeah, and Jessica. What about, we could. What about what about Jessica Mike? Absolutely. Jessica? But you said she's seeing a guy, right? Is she, is she seeing anybody or no? Yes, she does. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not gonna keep you. We're not gonna keep informing. Well, I will. <laughs> well, I well I I have a girlfriend too, so I guess that doesn't work. Yeah, no, you don't. Makes no, it perfect. Don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is she is she talking in the, in the background or what? Uh, <laughs> no, no, she's not in the background. But it, it's been like a month. Uh, we're gonna take a beating when we when he hangs up. <laughs> oh, nice. No, she's really cute, by the way. No, she is. She's she came with Tisha to the show. Tisha looked good too. Damn, I like Tisha's boyfriend. I gave him a, a, a real hard time during the show. But the three of you girls are knockouts. And now and now you have well, Hector. Out of the out of the three out of the three, who want, who want your shoes say? Oh, Valerie's the prettiest. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah, don't push that. Don't push that. Don't even hesitate. Yeah, you, you kidding? Uh, I, I could be having sex with the other one, and I would say Valerie's the prettiest if Hector asked. I'd be like, uh, Valerie's the prettiest. So, uh, but listen. Hey, hey boy. Yeah. Now, you, um, you guys probably have the craziest sex ever, right? Uh, Bro, listen, I'm talking without Mike. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry. Change. Um, so... Um, you, you have, you know, some other questions to ask me or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Travis Brown versus Matt Matrione. It got, it got made yesterday. Who wins? Uh, maybe Travis Brown. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Well, listen, Hector, uh, yeah. it, it was an honor having you on the show. I can't wait till you get that Roy McDonald fight. Uh, it's going to be a great fight. Um, now, do you want to fight him in a three-round fight or a five-round fight? Whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm into whatever. I mean, I'm, you know, I just want to fight. Hey, um, let me ask you. Uh, where is, where is uh, your other friend? The one you, you always used to be. T-Rex. You always used to be. T-Rex. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jake. Oh, Jake. Jake. I don't know. Jake had a baby. Uh, and he's oh, okay. he's been he's been a fa- he's been on father duty the whole time. He should be coming back next week though. But yeah, he he took that loss pretty hard, the one though to Wonder Boy, and then it I was... don't imagine. Um, that's okay. Um, what about what about the um, um the the other co-host that you had? Um, T Rex. No, the 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 women. The, oh, the... Ma- oh, Marina. Oh, she's she was here on Monday. She just couldn't come today. You know, I was thinking I want points to be a co-host in your radio show. Yeah. But now when I'm seeing all this, you know, all this, all the things that's been happening there, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I decided not to be, you know. Um, 
um, I don't know. Uh, I wanted it, but hey, bro. Well, if you were in LA, you'd be the co-host. A hundred percent, I'd make you the co-host. I would get out of the cage and <laughs> you'd be let the you best. have it. You could have all the chairs. It'd be Hector Lombard. It'd be the best. He'd be the best co-host. Are you kidding? Oh, what, the best. What, hey, Hector, hey. when you come on the show, the fans go crazy. They love you on the show. Yeah, um, that is the real thing. Um, I didn't expect. I didn't expect that. Um, I was going to create um, attention. But um, it looks like uh, I get I get messages all the time. Uh, if you say, "Hey man, when are you gonna be in the show again?" and uh, you know that's that's refreshing, hey. Oh, they love you, man, because you're 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 very funny. I don't think people realize how funny you are. You know. Yeah, and I don't want to tell you what happened to me on my way back. Uh, oh yeah, what what happened? There was a there was a girl that was what happened? Yeah, it was it was good it was good to have a beat crush on me, hey, and. Uh, Man, um, she, you know, she's like, you know, she didn't leave me along, and uh, she was, you know, she was an Indian lady, hey, and right. uh, I sprayed uh, a lot of perfume, a lot of cologne on me, and she left me alone right away. <laughs> so you were on a flight from Australia to the U.S. An Indian woman would not leave you alone, so you put cologne on you, and then she left you alone. Right away, she <laughs> actually she even shed the seat. She what? Now you figure why. Oh, change seats. Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's a good way to get women to get away from you sometimes. You know, you got, you got a great girl. You, know, you don't need women harassing you I on airplanes. You, you just fart. I fart. Yeah, it happens. Well, listen, Hector, it was an honor to have you on the show. Valerie, I cannot wait for your fight. UFC 193. You are the, the co-headliner. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to put money on you. I'm putting money on you. You better. Are you are you are you for sure you're gonna put money on? I will. Yeah. I will. If Hector, Hector told me to, I will. I will. Absolutely, I will. I want to see. I want to see you betting. A hundred percent. I'm going to do it just because you told I'm me to. I'm a bigger underdog now, so you're gonna make even more money, right? I want to. I want to see where you put in. Where you put in the money? Where you betting at? I will. Um, I, I will text you the receipt of the of the, the bet. No kidding. No Good. kidding. I want to see it. I want. I want. I have to kiss him. You know, we always bump into each other. You know, you know, whatever it's Vegas or other shows. You know, we always gonna see each other. So, show me that. A hundred percent, I will. I one hundred percent will. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Good luck with everything. You guys are a beautiful couple. Uh, Take care. And I. (laughs) I love you guys. You guys are the best. All right, you too. Bye bye. Bye. All right, that was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was Hector Lombard Hector, and Valerie. Hector Lombard. Oh, man, that he's dude, great. he's a character. What a character. It's funny, too, because she her accent is mixed Cuban and Canadian. You hear tones. No, she's a French-Canadian. Oh, she's just French-Canadian. Yeah. Maybe it's from being around him, then, that gives it that. You know, he's, no, he's Cuban-Australian. Because he was born in Cuba, his, he lives in Australia, totally but he's Australian-Cuban. Like, he says, like... No Australian in his at all. All Cuban. And then she's, she she's sounded, French-Canadian. She sounded Canadian, but had been around Cubans so long, or so much, it had gotten... <laughs> I, I don't want to say it had gotten in her mouth, but that's what I mean. Oh, you know man, what I mean? Like guys are great. That, but they're super awesome. Uh, super that was, funny. That was awesome. Hector Lombard! <laughs> he, uh, hey, hey! 
I love him. I love him. I just want to, you know what? Just just listening to him talk makes him want some kind of rum punch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a breeze and, and, and just a hammock and a, so damn on a funny. beach. It's so, that's just what he sounds. And he's, you know what's so funny? Every time I see a picture of him, every time I see a fight with Hector Lombard. Yeah. You know that scene in, in um, Animal House? Yeah. When they pick up the girls and they go to the nightclub with Otis Day in the Nights. Yeah. And that guy comes over and goes, y'all mind if we dance with yeah, your yeah. dates? And they're like. Not at all. <laughs> That's to me. That would be my Hector Lombard moment. We go, hey, hey, you mind if I dance with your date? Hey, oh, and I'd be so... like, not at all. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's have my he, date. He and is I so. Would just I just like him. how he gets embarrassed when you go. You guys are a couple, and he goes, I don't hey, want. Hey, hey, he yeah. doesn't want to talk. No, like, he doesn't. Like he gets shy about it. Yeah. It's like it's the toughest guy in the world. But then when it comes around women, he gets shy. It's yeah. just, it's funny. I me. think every guy's that way though. Ultimately, uh, you know, when you care, when you, you don't, shit. you you're not like that. <laughs> so, all right. All right, that was Hector Lombard. <laughs> no, no, okay. Oh, we already covered that, right? So, so Greg, how's it going, man? It's going good. I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, last Saturday night, I was in the finals of the Ventura Harbor comedy competition. Listen, right. I know in competition, things get screwy. Right. Okay, I know that. But, and, and, and I haven't really talked about it much because I don't want to sound like sour grapes, but it was one of those things where I, everyone in the room, Knew I walked away with that motherfucker. Yeah, I, based the, on crowd response. Based on crowd response, I was the only one that demolished. Right, start to finish. Just Who was the judge? They, they were. They had two judges. Uh, one was a comedian I knew, and one was a comedian I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And then an audience vote. Right. And I mean, and it really the only other guy that did did somewhere close to me was Eric Blake, who's a very funny guy, oh, yeah, high Eric, energy guy. Yeah, yeah. And he even came up to me after his set. He went last. He was like. Man, good battle. You know, we knew it was between him and he and I. Mm -hmm. And they go, in second place, Eric Blake. Right. And right then, Eric and I look at each other like, you That's know, all good. Yeah, yeah. congratulations, you did it, you know. And he comes over and he like shakes my hand, he takes his check, and they go, and the winner is Tommy Savage. No way. <laughs> and, and yeah, and the audience went silent. Really? I mean, it was a get. Everyone, Tommy, Tommy's a good comic. He won a couple competitions. Listen, I love Tommy, and and, yeah. I, and I even talked about him. I was like, I wanted to put something. I was like, you know, I got to say something on Facebook. He goes, Don't do it. You look like. And I was like, You're right. You know what? You're right. I shouldn't, so I didn't. But I, I listen, man. It, I, it's well. What was the winner? What, what did the winner get? Fifteen hundred bucks. And I got robbed. I mean, it was even. And then afterwards, he was like, I was so surprised when they announced my name. And Skip Clark, who was also in the finals, was like, Yeah, so were we, pal. So, no way. Yeah. Because it was, it was, I mean, a shot. Every single person came up to me after the show and was like, You got robbed. You were robbed. You should have won. I, I hate One guy gave me 50 bucks. No way. And was, yeah. And was like, I don't know how you was lost it Tommy this. Tommy Savage that gave 50 bucks? No. <laughs> just some guy out of the audience. Like, I don't know how you lost this thing. I know it's in the same amount, but here's 50 bucks. I don't even know why you even enter it. Because I love it. You know why? Because it made that feeling of competition, that butterflies. You don't get it as much anymore when you're a veteran comedian. So to go against guys that you like, that are very, good comedians it, it makes you feel i like that excitement yeah, yeah i like yeah. that thrill but this it, this one bothered me because i so definitively won right and i wouldn't say that if it weren't obvious to everybody in the room That's, except those two jackass when i was on last comic and they announced me as like i'm off and i was in the top eight and like they, yeah. they announced me as going home the whole crowd started booing it was like, right and they all started booing and then uh it was funny because then Jeff Dye and Eliza, they, they, like they had to follow it. It was just like people were like Brian Scalero called me up. He's like, it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, He's like, booed, yeah. like they, and the crowd starts booing, and then they, they they were pissed off the rest of the, the next people. Yeah, I've always felt comedy competitions should be audience vote only because they're the only people we're ever trying to impress. 
So it should either be oh, my yeah, of course. You know what I mean? They're, they're the only ones that ever count. It's so stupid. All this other crap doesn't count. Getting into your mind like, well, he did a character act. I, I like care whatever. It's like having an election, but then the people's votes don't count. Right, that's like winning it, it, the it popular goes, vote and losing the electoral. You're yeah. like, but the people elected me. They're not even losing the electoral. It's like losing just like like some random dudes vote. Yeah, like six guys <laughs> just decide, no, that guy. it was two guys yeah. that that felled me. And then every and I don't even think I think it was one guy. But why even have why have the audience vote and then have those two guys vote as well? Why yeah. not just have... And the whole audience counted as one vote and those guys counted as the uh, other two. That's so stupid. Yeah. What's the point of having the audience vote? I have no idea. And it was with a BarkBack app, so it wasn't even like it was like, buy applause, maybe it is. But no, no, no. They had the numbers from the audience. Ugh. So, I mean, I I mean, I mean, walked away. It was unbelievable. When they announced some, my, uh, my jaw, f- I was like, what? That's and a long ride home. Like, the audience was saying, like, what? What the fuck? That's a long ride home from Ventura, too. It's Boy, an hour, I an tell hour you, and a half. Yeah, and I, was, and I was coked up and angry. <laughs> no. Boy, that was a tough call. Why are you driving coked up? Well, I already had the coke. Come on. Listen, I was planning to celebrate my win. <laughs> Come on. I went there to win. You got to be careful, Greg. What do you think the coke was for? I don't want to drive drunk. Come on, man. You got to have someone else. Get your mind. Come on. <laughs> No, I was just angry. You're snoring the lines I, on the road. I was just, <laughs> I was just angry and worked out. And yeah, I mean, I couldn't. I, I even woke up. You know when you have something that stays with you from the. And I literally woke up like, how did I lose? How the fuck did that happen? But and you know, you know, it means nothing, right? Other than the fifteen hundred. No, it means fifteen hundred bucks. That's all it meant. That's all it meant. But I should have had it. That's not. That's not. Even I love that, winning. Of course. And, I and that's losing. why, like, I don't even do like those rap battle, those the comedy ro- uh, the roast, the com- roast battles. I think about doing it, but I'm like, the only way I would ever enter is if I really prepared and would know I was gonna, was gonna win, and that would take like a month out of my life. Dude, I, just, I don't listen. The people that do it, first of all, are not very good. Yeah, these roast battles tend to be pretty bad. But but and it, then I mean, I would just no one's asked. I would do it in a heartbeat. You would do it? Yeah, totally. Now, I'd I would, destroy whoever they put in front. Of me. I would only do it if I like. I'd have to really focus. I'd have to really want to do it. Like I don't. I don't enter. They only come up with like. They only use like three or four. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's so but it's easy. there. It's it's there at their at their home field at the thing. And I'm just like, no, nah, you ha- you have to really research the person. I've I've seen people get embarrassed. I've, and, and then he, well, I've, you know that going into it. You I've know seen I mean? good comics get embarrassed. Yeah. Like good comics actually get embarrassed. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. Like like I've seen comics. Well, it is definitely one of those things that more young comics are willing to throw themselves into the fire. Yeah, but like like I heard like this. Huge comic lost to a, a comic who's not, and that was like n- people were talking about it for like weeks, you know. And I'm just like, you know what? If I'm if I'm gonna do maybe it, maybe it exposed that big comic. It's like it's like fighting. It's like fighting. Like I would never fight unless I was someone really out of your yeah. Someone not in the top ten. If you're number one, why would you fight someone out of the top ten? Number that, but also I'm gonna give myself a real training camp. Like if I ever fought anyone, I would actually like. Trained for like a year before the fight. I would just go into a fucking fight. You know, someone was pitching a show, and I forgot who it was, but their show was was comics. Uh, first, they I think it was first they do their stand up, and then they actually box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, you know, yeah, I, I know, but I'm just saying, idea. I'm just saying, like, if I, if I did it, I would have to really like, and then I'm just like, man, do I have? I'm, I'm like 30 things I'm doing right now. Yeah, like, no, yeah, I understand. Just like, fu- like even like I'm writing, I'm the head writer for the MMA awards again this year, Yay! right? Which is great, but like, like last year, the all about that cake video got 40 million hits, and they didn't give you any credit. No, I forget about that. I got uh, I got enough credit, but I'm saying like I have to do some. I'm, now the standard is like 40, oh, right, it was 40 million right. hits. How like, do you du- duplicate that? I, yeah, I mean it was all about that cake. It was Daniel Cormier. It yeah. was like a perfect storm. So now I'm like, fuck, I really got up. I really got to think about, like, okay, what do I have to do? Because they want to do more song parodies. 
So I'm like, ugh, I, I, it's a fucking... It's, it's not that hard. You'll figure it out. You're a brilliant joke writer. You'll be fine. Uh, well, you're you know, just Jewish, so you can't help stressing. Well, yeah, it's like I was watching Louis C.K. He's like, you know, the hardest part about writing jokes is that you always think the last joke you wrote is the last joke you're going to write. Like, well, that's true. And that's the Especially same. Especially if you go like a couple weeks without a new joke, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, I have no new ideas. This is terrible. So it's a constantly like you're always like yeah. You take, you'll have three new ideas in one shower. I only remember one of them. I, the good part about like uh, being in a relationship now. The, the shitty part is the road is like infinitely less fun. Yeah. I mean, especially with Tinder. It's like the easiest thing in the world. God, I, listen, let me tell you, man. They invented that thing like three years too late for me. <laughs> like the one thing I've been waiting for the internet to do. And it finally did it after I can't take advantage of it. Yeah. Because it seems like, listen, if I were a single guy and on the road, I would be Tindering all day. Like, want to come to my show? Want to come to it, my show? It, it does. I? It takes hours out of your day, though. And then you're like. What the fuck else are you doing? Well, now I'm writing. I'm, well, yeah, I'm writing. Right. I'm working on scripts. I'm trying to develop ideas. Time. You're very wired. Uh, I'm telling you. So but the good thing about being in a relationship is I'm actually like, I'm having more time to focus. Well, that is what, what relationships do to you. That's what it does. It releases all that RAM that you had dedicated <laughs> towards chasing pussy. At the same you time, all this random like, At the same time, I'm on stage sometimes. Like I was on stage in Minnesota, and I'm looking at the single chicks in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, in Minnesota too. And I'm just like, or Canada, this. and I'm like, oh, I, could, I could fuck this. I could. Yeah. And, and and in my head, I'm always 100. percent Oh, listen, it's so much easier when you can't do it. You're like, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, she wants to fuck. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, listen, the opportunities are boundless when you're not available. They all would have fucked then, you. Right. And then when you become available, you try and chase them down and it disappears. Like, what happened? It's exactly. I thought all these bitches wanted to bone. It's a, a, a fucking vagina mirage. It is a giant mirage. A vagina you know what, mirage. A yeah, that's right. A it's vagina. a mirage. You know what it is? They know when you're, they sense when you're not available. And so they just freely share that energy with you. And then they can sense when you are actually interested in it. And it closes Dude, down. Dude, I've had three porn stars hit me up that I used to hook up with. Boy, on the regular, on and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I'm like, "Uh, nothing." Sitting here with my girlfriend. No, they're like, they're, I, I tell them, I'm like, honestly, I'm in a relationship right now. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, that's cool." Where, where, where'd you, where'd you meet her? And I'm like, Tinder. Act yeah, I'm just like, uh, Tinder. Ugh. Yeah. That's where I met her on Everybody Tinder. Everybody does these days. It's not easy. You know, remember, remember that weird transition period where it was embarrassing to say you'd used an internet service? Yeah. You know, you didn't. people would make up a, a cover story. You could always tell when they met online because it'd be like, you'd be on stage and be like, how'd you meet? And then they'd be like, uh, and you knew that meant online, but they didn't want to say it because it was embarrassing. Now, every, like, if you don't meet online, it's like, wow, you went out there and actually had the one in a million experience of running into somebody interested in the same thing at the uh, same time at the same same place, you what you, you know, you're a, you're a lightning strikes motherfucker. Well, last night I did uh, the haha, yeah, was a Jack's, and there was probably one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life mm. in the front row. Was she Armenian? She was like, I think she might have been Armenian or something. They produced some hot ones and on her phone the whole time, front, oh. very front seat on her phone, making you hate her hot phone was light lighting up so the you whole, could actually well, see her on the phone. Everyone's trying to reach her. Hot girls get a lot of messages. And and then when she's finally paying attention because I'm giving her a hard time, you know, yeah, like you have to. I'm telling jokes and she's like she's like half offended, half shocked that I'm saying this. Well, stuff. she's only hearing half of them. <laughs> <laughs> she's only cluing in on the part you're, oh, what what yeah like exactly like she didn't know this was gonna be a comedy show like as if I was just up there just talking you yeah know? it was unbelievable unbelievable she's probably used to banquets banquets is that what it was <laughs> well we have listen guys right now uh, we got a couple things to talk about we have 
We have the fights coming up. We have lots of shit talking about. We also have a press conference right now between a guy. You, you watched the Ultimate Fighter when it was uh, Ronda Rousey coaching Ramesh Tate? Uh, no. Okay, well, there was a guy named Anthony Gutierrez on, who at okay. the time was undefeated. And he's a good fighter, solid fighter. Didn't seem like he really wanted it that much. Mm-hmm. Didn't make weight for the show. Yeah. Got kicked off the show. Now that's when you're just being stupid. Like, you're on the show, man. Focus on the show. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Now you can't make weight with cameras running? Your didn't whole make, career, didn't make, make weight. Ends up getting cut. Then he, Now he's in Titan FC. He's lost two fights in Titan FC. Uh, he lost to one guy, Wal L. Watson. He was beating the crap out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And this dude threw up a uh, like a Hail Mary triangle and hit it, it off. I love it. And now they're having a rematch. Oh, okay. And well, L the gazelle. I liked Anthony Gutierrez on the show. He was a little cocky, a little a little bit arrogant, but, you know, funny. Funny, funny dude. Right, right, right. Which is so, cool. So I we're going to call Anthony right now. We're going to see how he's doing. All right. So we're trying to call Anthony Gutierrez. He's not picking up. Uh, so we're going to try Well first. Hopefully we have this press conference. This is the frustrating part about having a podcast, guys, is uh, you, you line everything up, and then sometimes people don't pick up the phone. It happens, man. It happens. Uh, the guy doesn't make weight for the show. Doesn't show up doesn't, for the doesn't podcast. Pick up. Yeah, just come on, man. I mean, if you're getting a blowjob, have it during the interview. Yeah, right. I know. that Everyone keeps wanting to have Hello, hello. Hello, is this Wallel Watson? This is YL. How you doing? YL, how's it going, man? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, and the Greg Wilson. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? Doing all right. We're doing good, man. I was uh, I was watching some of your fights last night. You had a uh, you've been around, dude. You uh, you're, you're you're no spring chicken. <laughs> uh, hello, you cut out on me. Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, you said yeah, I've been around, and then you cut out. Yeah, yeah. I said you're no spring chicken, man. You've been you've been to the big show. You you fought T.J. Dillashaw. You 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 fought some huge guys. You were in the UFC. Then you then now now you're in Titan FC. Uh, but you've been around. Oh yeah, man. I've, I've been very blessed, you know, in my career in the past seven years. You know, I've got to travel the world and you know fight some of the best guys out there. Yeah. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up out here in San Diego, man. I'm I'm 30 minutes north of San Diego. It's Escondido. It's a, it's a smaller North County town, but, you know, everybody's got, you know, a lot of heart out there, and that's where I grew up fighting. Um, now, what was your background as far like, I, I know that wrestling seems to be the one thing that was, like, you struggled with in, your, in, like, your fights. Did you have any kind of wrestling background, or it was mostly karate, mostly stand-up? Uh, nah, actually, my background was just football and basketball and baseball. And just fighting out there, you know, in the streets, you know, either your friends or, you know, other kids in the neighborhood. I grew up doing that a lot. And The Kimbo Slice. You know, I, I was, yeah, it was something like that. But without, you know, we weren't fighting for money or anything necessarily like that. We were just out there just, you know, fighting for our names or fighting for respect out there. And then this is in San Diego? Like, were you in like a gang or something? Oh, yeah. Um, I wasn't in the gang, you know what I mean? I, I was affiliated. I was around. Everybody knew who I was and I knew who they were and. You know, I backed up the local neighborhood. You know, we don't we don't so much consider it a gang. It's, it's your neighborhood, you guys that you grow up with, and you know, you got your crosstown rivalries and things like that. And you know, when you come from a small town like that, it's just it's just I don't know if it's something to do, but it's something that happens generation after generation. And you know, I'm, I was no exemption. You know, growing up, I was caught up in the same stuff out there, and you know, it, it led me to where I'm at today. And thank God for MMA because without it, who knows where I'd be. 
Right. Now, when did you uh, start taking it seriously? Um, right after college, you know, I, I, play, I was lucky enough to go to college. I played some junior college football. Things didn't go my way. I was too small. I only weighed about 140, 144 pounds. So right after my last year of junior college, I kind of had to make a choice. And at that time, I was, it wasn't going to be a good one. You know, I was kind of going back to the neighborhood and things like that. And I ran into my friend Robert Peralta. He's a, he was in the UFC. He's now fighting the World Series of Fighting. And, you know, he knew who I was growing up. We were really, really good friends. We did some battles together, and he had me come in, help him get ready for a fight, and that was it. I was hooked after that, and I've been training ever since. August 18th, 2000, August 16th, 2008 is when I first, like, set foot on anything, and I was hooked after that. Now, did you did you train with, uh, you train with uh, Shane Crushin? Oh yeah, man. Shane's my it's one of my brothers, man. I train with him every single day. I've been training with him every day for about four years now. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a friend of mine. We actually uh, he actually helped me. Co- I coach a wrestling team. He actually came out and helped coach. He's a guy, Greg. That he was a uh, he was a oh, a, a, a marine, okay. and he was yep. he was he's crazy. He like he came back. He had like PTSD, huge coke problem. He got up to like 280 pounds on coke. And, and on coke. He was a fat <laughs> cokehead, and he lost. Tough to do. That takes determination. It's very hard to do. And he actually lost. He lost 100 and something pounds, and now he's like he's like 12 and two. He's fighting wow. for the World Series of Fighting. Nicest guy, and his his girlfriend is smoke. His wife is hot smoking Asian wife. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, man, and then you know, I, I all I can speak is nothing but good for Crutch. You know, he's a two-time Purple Heart. You know, the guy's been to multiple tours in Iraq, and you know, he's a real war veteran. And, and yeah. I have nothing but respect for him. And like I said, he's my brother. I train with him every day. He doesn't miss class. We've been grinding blood, sweat, and tears for the past four years together. Yeah, no, he's he's a great dude. Now, your first fight in the UFC was against Eves Yabin. Uh, then you fought TJ, then you fought Mitch Gagnon. You had a you had a tough fight. Actually, your first fight was against Joseph Sandoval in the UFC. You won that yeah. fight. Uh, but then, then you fought a, a freaking army of killers. The, the next three fights were tough. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Who was the toughest guy you think you ever fought? <sighs> I'd probably, I'm going to have to give it to TJ, you know, because he had a game plan and he didn't care. He... He wasn't going to break his game plan no matter what in that fight. You know, he had a game plan to wrestle. He had to get that W. He wasn't trying to go home. So I feel him. You know, if you watch the way he fought me and the way he's been fighting ever since, it's completely two different styles. You know, I feel if he would have stood toe-to-toe with me, the results would have been a lot different. You know, that was my kryptonite at the time wrestling, and he exposed me for that, and he's not wrong. He's not guilty for that. He should do that to me, and he did, but... You almost had him, though. You, you, you almost pulled off the submission. You were very close. Oh, yeah. I, at that time, I was just, you know, I was, a, I was a green purple belt. You know, I was just a youngster in the game. I think I've only been training, like, three years of everything at that time. So I just, I was still too new to the game. I just was making a lot of mistakes. And when I watched that video, and Eddie even goes back with me, it, it just it's frustrating because that triangle was sunk. And it's just one decision why I didn't finish that. And had I just changed my thought process at that time, I would have won the fight right there and then when I when I slapped that triangle on. But what was the one know, decision? Part of the fight game, I shouldn't have hit him. I should have. I already had the angle. My figure four was locked in. I should have just pulled on his leg a little bit more, got a little bit deeper, and just squeezed. And instead, I was so frustrated from having him on top of me for three rounds that I wanted to make him pay. 
So I tried to hit him, and when I hit him, it made him, it freaked him out, and it made him posture out and, and bust out of my guard. Uh, so so it is, it's so frustrating because you don't realize how close you are, but when you got the master telling you like that triangle was locked and it was over, you're like, oh man, like you know. But that's that's the beauty of the game, you know. You you win some and you learn some. Now somebody that you did hit the triangle on, we're gonna call right now, Anthony Gutierrez. Yeah. Uh, he. He's a good, he's a, he, you gave him his first loss. You were, he was actually winning that fight. You threw up a, an amazing triangle. May, might have been the comeback of the, of the decade, but he's, he's pretty angry at you. So, so we're going to call, we're going to, we're going to call Anthony right now. See if he picks up. Please leave your message uh, for. So where'd you meet this girl? Well, uh, I met her through, you know, my brother and some friends, you know, she's been friends with my brother for, for years and. We became friends, and yeah, man, she's just she's everything I've been looking for in, in, a, in a woman and a partner. Is she is she a uh, white girl, black girl, Latina? Oh, Latina. She, those are the best. Yeah, so you definitely <laughs> so you like can't cheat. There's no way she'll fucking stab you. And shit. Hey, baby, <laughs> I mean, it's not in my nature, man. It's not in my nature. I know, but even if but even if you did want to cheat, she would find out and probably cut your cock off, right? Uh, most likely, <laughs> <laughs> she probably poison him. I think that's how Latinas <laughs> like to do it. Um, <laughs> and, and now, are you you guys married? No, but you know it's it's talking the air. Okay, you're 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 hitting that stride. You're like okay. Now, oh you, yeah, man, I, I, I love her, man, for sure. Now, if you beat Anthony Gutierrez, are you gonna marry her? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put her on a spot like that. You know what I mean? But she knows my intentions already. She knows where my heart's at. She knows what I want from her. Mm. Now, <laughs> now, how how far now? How far do you think you are from making it back to the UFC? I I feel like every time I answer that question, I jinx myself. Yeah, I so like I'm this gonna answer. not answer that this time. I'm Good sorry. Call. I don't want to ruin the interview. No, you're right. Knock on wood right now. Every time I answer that question, I fucking lose. So I'm just gonna say I'm gonna go out there. December 18th, I'm going to put on a show. Me and Anthony already put on a show last time we fought, and it's going to be five times better than that this time because my style has developed so much since our first meeting. I, From what I've watched him, he's developed so much, and it's going to make for a hell of a fight. Now, I see that you fought for Explode Fight Series, uh, which was recently mm-hmm. very controversial. They seem like they put on fights between homeless people and regular fighters. Uh, <laughs> It's this thing in San Diego where they put up these good fighters, like what, and then they find these people that like have no business should not be fighting. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and, and what it is, man, like I can't even hate on Explode because they're just trying to run their show. What it is are these fighters in San Diego right now, honestly. Right. Uh, you know, they're not wanting to fight each other. I fought on that show twice, and that's why I only fought twice. I got so frustrated the second time because my opponent changed seven different times that yeah. day. We got fighters taking fights and then hearing your name and then backing out. Or I want more money, asking for more money because and it's like, dude, it's like so hard to get two up and coming guys to fight each other in San Diego because of that right now. None of them want to do that. They all want to patent their records. They want to get wins under their belts. You know, like a lot of people are coming after Explode, but it's not just Explode at the end of the day. It's the fighters too. The fighters that are, they want those fights. They're out there celebrating and jumping on the cage after they beat up these little homeless dudes. They want that shit. Like, I can't even be mad 
at the show itself because they're just trying to run their show. That guy's trying to get paid. He's trying to promote what his brand is, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, but some of those fights shouldn't be sanctioned, though. No, I mean, that that one woman looked like she was a school teacher. I mean, she looked like she was like... She hadn't traded in her life, and, and she just got destroyed. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And I, and I agree with you 100%. You know, we shouldn't just let anybody jump in. But at the same time, when all these – and we're a hotbed for MMA here in San Diego. When there's so many fighters out here and you can't book a female fight and their girls are falling off left and right with excuses or same thing with the guys, you know what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous to me, and it's the fighters. It's not just the show. The fighters and the show have to come together. These fighters – have to be willing to take an L to learn a lesson. Like when I came up fighting, I didn't come up fighting in the California circuit. I came up fighting in TJ. Right. I'm a black American fighting in Tijuana. So, you know, I was, I was the one getting fed every time. Or they were trying to feed me every time to one of their guys. And I had to fight for my life. You know what I mean? And I really built my record off of real gritty, tough fights. All my fights out there in TJ were crazy because even though you see those guys' record on sure dog, that's not the real record out there. Those guys fight every weekend in TJ in yeah. Mexico. They have shows every weekend going on in bars and clubs all throughout the week. And they're fighting and they're fighting and they're fighting and they're fighting. So I didn't get that luxury of fighting a guy who didn't want to fight or he just wanted to make his quick little $500. You know what I mean? I had to fight guys that they really had to pay rent. And this is what this shit meant everything to them. So I was out there fighting guys that were trying to really kill me and that had skill to do that. So to see that coming up right now, it's, it's it's frustrating for me as a fighter who came up in a tough circuit, who who knows what could have happened to me. I could have ended up being 0-4 right off the bat, and my career was shot. You know, like A lot of things could have happened. I was taking risks in this game where a lot of these fighters aren't anymore, and they have their coaches and their managers pumping them up and telling them not to. Oh, right. just take this fight. Who cares? Let's just beat the scrub real quick and get you in there. That's and I'm, I've heard that conversation a million times, Boy, and it's TJ frustrating fight, to me. Those TJ fights sound crazy. It's gonna be hard to fight another guy and a chicken. Dude, at the same I time. love it. I fucking love it. I love fighting out there because they're just on you, man. Like I walk out the door and they're just booing me. Boo! Five hundred shoulder to shoulder, Boo! throwing ice cubes at you or something. Oh, you know, shit. no but way. You put on a good show. And now you got seventy five hundred cheering for you. Right, right. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, crazy. you can't even leave the arena because everybody wants your autograph. It's well, they, now what, they really recognize that your hard work out there. You know, it's, now what do you it, now what do you I think of Conor McGregor? By the way, say that again. What do you think of Conor McGregor? Me personally, I know everybody's gonna give me heat. I love the dude because he's doing what we all want to do. We want to make money at this, and we want to fight the best in the world. He's able to make that happen. So, like, for anybody to knock him, and he does what he says he's going to do. It'd be one thing if he just ran his mouth, you know what I mean, and didn't, didn't do anything. I'm going to do this and that, and then goes out there and lays on you for 25 minutes. But he tells you what he's going to do when he goes out there and does it. Like, he's actually, we actually have him here right now. Connor. That's right. I want you to know that you're absolutely right when you say that I back up what I say. And a lot of these guys are trying to imitate me, but they don't back up their words, and they're never going to see a red panty night as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> wow. Now, now, are you a fan of uh, Y.L. Watson? I love Y.L. Watson, and I'll tell you why. Because he is like an old classic Timex. He can take a licking and keep on taking. Mm. Now, uh, tell him, tell him, tell him. Now, now how, what do you think about Y.L. versus uh, versus 
Anthony Gutierrez. Oh, doesn't have a prayer, but that doesn't mean I don't love the man. What, you think Anthony's going to win? Of course he is. He won the whole thing till the very end the last time. I expect nothing but the same. Why else? He's, 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 he's picking Gutierrez over you. I'm sorry, McGregor. I'm about to say something different. <laughs> See? Well, I understand that you think it'll go your way, but that's because you've been knocked out so many times, your brain just don't work anymore. <laughs> knocked out? Oh, he's, he's never been knocked out. Have you ever been knocked out? You, never. He, One, two... Anthony already tried to knock me out. All I turned into was a zombie and still tapped him. See? Listen, Gutierrez has got that funny little Latino dance, and I like the way his tiny fists fly. Uh, I don't know, but he, he won't even show up to the yeah, that's interview. Right. Tiny, that's right. Tiny little fist. That's exactly what's flying. <laughs> so you think his fists are, t- are like too small to hurt you, Y.L.? I can't say that, man. He packed a good punch. You know, he rocked me that last one, but I can tell you that uh, now that I understand his power, it's not going to be the same. And I've, I've developed. My style has changed since then. Now, con- I con- evolve every day. What, what about your power? I would put a hundred oh, doubloons on YL oh, yeah, if one round was a breakdance competition. I don't even understand that. <laughs> YL is clearly yeah, you know going to be a better dancer. <laughs> wow. I don't know. YL. I can dance. I can pop lock and I can knock him. That's what I told you. I'm never wrong. I'm Conor McGregor. Take it to the bank. <laughs> wow, this is this, oh, is, this is getting heated. So listen, YL, I know you got to go. You got to teach your class. Anthony Gutierrez uh, ducked out of the press conference. That's just bullshit, man. We tried to get him on, but he's he's obviously scared of you. Uh, but uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, man, I love it, man. You know, too bad I get to talk to Anthony. It's been a while since we've talked. I was looking forward to getting a little smack talk between me and him. Yeah. I'm he... sure we'll be on it for the next couple of weeks. And, you know, we're looking forward to December 18th. Come down and put on the show for everybody. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. No, thank you guys, man. Thanks for having me. Take care. All right, that was Y.L. Watson. Sorry, guys. We, j- we tried to get Anthony Gutierrez on. He, he didn't pick up the phone. Uh, however, that... uh. He that, sounds like a really great guy. <laughs> this guy seems like a great guy. He seems like a great guy. <laughs> like even if you don't think he's going to win, you want him to win. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a new fan of him. He, he's a journeyman. Uh, I don't know if you call him a journeyman. Well, he's he's been to the UFC though. He's been I'll to tell the, you four what, times. Though, man, I would love to see some footage of his fights back in TJ. Oh yeah, Th- those have to be just crazy, just crazy fights. Yes. By the way, uh, we got to talk about uh, that interview was brought to you by D Cipher. D-I-C-Y-P-H-E-R. Okay, that's the name of the thing. Decipher. Uh, check them out at decipher.com. And uh, they, these guys, they, they'll do life coaching and mental coaching, negotiating services, okay, and consulting services. Like some of the negotiating stuff, there's a lot that goes on to a successful negotiation. Many times a good deal hinges on preparation alone. Even if you're prepared, you have to execute at Decipher, their experts will help you succeed in your next negotiation. I'm telling you, they help out everybody. They help out uh, MMA we fighters. Have, we should have a consult on this show. <laughs> porn, <laughs> porn stars, <laughs> boxers, they're, they're life we coaches. We need them more than anything. Life coaches and mental coaches to porn stars. They're gonna, okay. Porn stars? Yes, yes. Decipher.com. They do <laughs> consulting services, <laughs> neg- negotiation. <laughs> negotiation. Oh, and, oh Decipher? Yeah, well, there's... Okay, the contract was for eight cocks, but there's 13 cocks here. 
never know. Hey, how many cocks should I suck? Should I ask for an extra five hundred dollars for the extra cocks? Decipher says I should ask for more money for the extra cocks. They're negotiating how many cocks you want to suck. They will negotiate. Okay, so go to decipher.com. D D I hyphen cipher. Like you get in there, you suck those cocks, and you make it up on the back end. That's. Tcipher.com. Handling uh, all your major pornographic these, decisions. I'm telling you. I'm also, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E. I never had two cocks in my butt at the same time. Should I do it? I mean, it's $1,500, and it hit my rent is due today. And for Decipher, use the code DODGEBALL for 10% off. Also, check out American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com. Okay. They have great signings, as well as removal restoration. Have gang members uh, tagged up your place. Okay. Have they destroyed your property? Go to removal restoration, 1 After they leave, after the gang members leave. <laughs> Then call remove restoration. Camara Coffee. I'm drinking the most delicious coffee that has Nootropics. Nootropics help with uh, enhanced focus. Nootropics. Hey, hey, hey. Nootropics. Hey. <laughs> Reaction time, <laughs> increased metabolism, fatigue reduction, cardiovascular support. So, uh, Camara Coffee. That's where Hector Lombard is from. Nootropics. Go to CamaraCoffee.com. K-I-M-E-R-A-K-O-F-F-E-E.com. Also, tip a fighter. Okay, fighters are underpaid. We are making a difference. We are getting these people paid. Yeah. There's no fighters. There is no reason you should not be getting more money, and the fans will give you more money. You have tons of fans. You, you don't even know how many fans you have. Okay? You have tons. So go to tipafighter.com, uh, at tipafighter, and get paid more by the fans. So what else we got to talk about? Yeah, because fans have the impression, the same way that people have the impression of comics on TV. They figure if you get on TV, there's like this automatic million-dollar getting-on-TV fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is just not the case. No. I mean, we do a, if you do a network TV show, I mean, you're going to get maybe $1,000. And it's the same with these fighters. Unless they're fighting on a top echelon pay-per-view, you know, uh, marquee fight, they're probably maybe only getting, you know, a couple grand for a fight that they've trained six months for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so, it, you know, there's a lot on the line. So it, uh, I think when people find out the reality of that, I think they're definitely more encouraged to chip in. Absolutely. I know. And then the girl, Andrea Lee, she was saying that, like, she, she made she made a lot of money. Uh, and she wasn't sure how many cocks no. without Decipher. <laughs> you know, how come many on. cocks should go? It's, it was just the one porn star. They, uh, come on, people. I'm telling you. No, that's oh, this actually, isn't a porn star we're talking about. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Andrea Lee. By the way, the, the porn star, everyone loved the girl last week. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Cleo. V Valentine. Cleo yeah, Valentine. Yeah. She was a, hot. She yes. was awesome and cool. She was. I know. Something was like, it was like she was too cool. You know, that's yeah. what porn, porn girls are like that. They definitely give you that aura of you could get this. Yes. And then don't give it to Well, they give it to you. They don't give it to me. You never booked. Oh, yeah. One, you almost did, right? Right. Yeah. And then my friend talked me out of it, who was a porn girl. She was like, don't Well, Cleo's married. That kind of was like. I think still, I think, because she lets the husband, well, I mean, she's she's married, but her job is, she needs to talk to Decipher. She needs to talk, she'd be a great person to talk she to would, Decipher. She would, she needs to talk to Decipher. I need to talk to them, to, to a life coach. I need a life coach. Yeah, man. you got to figure out whether or not to stay I, in this relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm in this therapy, I'm going to therapy tomorrow, I'll go to therapy once a week, and I, I almost feel like, I don't know if I, I need a therapist or a life coach, you know? Maybe, try the other one, try Decipher, maybe it's better. 
Probably, right? Yeah, because you know what it is? The, the, the therapist, it, they seem to be in the same game that the pharmacies are in, which is just keep you on the pill, keep you in the program, keep you coming back, keep you doing it, instead of actually solving everything. Seems like, the you know, the cypher guys, they're just trying to help you make a decision. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I may like it better. I know. Have you ever seen a therapist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you still see one? No. Well, what happened? Well, you know what? Because I was only seeing her once a month. Yeah. So we weren't really making any progress. Like you're, you want to make some progress once a week, I think, is the minimum. I know. It's just money, You know man. what I mean? But I, it's expensive. I, the problem is that like I'm with Kaiser, and I don't... <laughs> so your therapist is also the maintenance guy. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I, I, go, out of po- I go out of pocket. I, I go yeah. to a, a therapist that someone recommended to me. I, I, it doesn't take my insurance. Right, right. I'm not going to the Kaiser people because right. I, I... Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not the maintenance guy, but, <laughs> but it's just that you got to go through so many... She's like, let me just finish drawing blood and I'll be right there. You got to jump through so many hoops with them. Yeah. You know, whereas... You got to prove you're actually crazy. You watch the Ultimate Fighter at all? No. Oh, it's good. My my, my buddy lost though. My friend, I, I did a show in uh, what's that casino out there? The casino, uh, the, the casino about an hour and a half away in like Morongo? in like Temecula. The one by Temecula, not the Morongo. The uh, other one. Yeah, some casino. And this guy came in the front row by himself with fantasy cauliflower springs, ears. Not fantasy. Guy came with like cauliflower ear in the front row, and then he he's he he was a fighter, and he knew about me from. Twitter mm-hmm. and we talked and the guy's name was Tom Galicio mm-hmm. and a super nice guy and he's been around forever and it turns out the guy um he made the ultimate fighter this year he actually lost a fight yesterday but it was cool seeing him on when the TV. When are people going to realize when are fighters going to realize that being friends with you is the kiss of death? Oh shut when up. Are they- <laughs> It's not even close to true. Everybody that's a friend immediately loses the next Okay, fight. Bubba Jenkins won uh, since, he, since he's been on the show. All oh, right. okay. He did win. Okay, Bubba show. Jenkins. I thought his first show. No, 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 no. He lost to Georgie Caracanyon. He came that was on, your he, fault. He came on. No, it was before. Okay. Then, he, then he came on the show. Yeah. He won his next fight. Yeah, but then Georgie came on the show. No, no. That was after the, the Bubba fight. Okay. Uh, and, and, and then, okay. And, like, and he hasn't been he's, able to he's, fight he's since. Been, he's been, been injured. ruined since. Okay. Uh, who else? Alan Juban. What about? Alan Juban came on my show, has won three fights since my show. Okay. Okay. But no, I'm saying guys that say they're your friend. He's my friend. Okay. Alan Juban is my friend. And he's won. Frankie Edgar is my friend. Edgar beat your Uri- retired. He beat Uriah Faber. <laughs> he's, he's, he beat Cup Swanson, uh, who's also my friend. But still, so yeah, that's not true. Tyron Woodley's my friend. He so you just to- can't be a close friend. Johnny Hendricks? No, no, no. You could be a close friend. <laughs> That's it's not the kiss of death. Fuck you. It's, it's not even the, you're nobody the kiss of death. Be close to death. No, that's bullshit. You're the Albert. Daniel Cormier is a friend. All their shit. Cormier is a friend. And Cormier is gonna lose. He's not gonna lose. He's gonna lose. To Gustafson, no yes. way. Yes. No way. If it goes over two rounds, he loses. For, look, I know for a fact that people that have trained with John Jones that he was not taking that fight seriously against Gustafson. The big fight that Gustafson won, uh, that he lost, but he but against John Jones, the fight that he looked the best against John Jones, people were saying. Dude, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. John Jones was partying his ass off the week of. Two days before, partying. Are you, are you really close friends with John Jones? I'm close to the people that were in his camp there. So your kiss of death gets even through people associated. No, no. Listen, forget my kiss of death. <laughs> so that was the fight. That was the fight where he looked at where that was. Hector, the, don't hang out with Adam Hector's, before your next fight. Hector's won his last couple fights. Uh... Uh, what's his hey, name? I win. I'm going. I kill the guy. Hey, hey, hey! I knock him out. Hey! It's not the kiss of death. But anyway, t- the point is that Tom Galicio. <laughs> now he 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 was on the Ultimate Fighter. He lost, but he, he wants to be a comic. Okay. He wants to be a comedian and a fighter. He All does right. comedy and fighting, which is a, this is an interesting uh, mix. He's not the first. Mayhem Miller tried it. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he took it that seriously, though. Well, yeah. he has trouble with focus. <laughs> yeah, you got to. And you really, comedy's not something you could just dabble you with. You got to be a nerd about it. Yeah, you got to really be committed to it and really be in there and, like, you know, like, I want to do comedy. So Otherwise, the, it's hard to make any progress or get any better. So people, so people were hitting me up about this girl uh, who was on CNN and made it to CNN. There was a girl fighter, but she was really a kickboxer. But she was complaining that her boobs are too big, that she had, that she was, she has 10 pounds of tits. And mm. she has to fight in a higher weight class because of her titties. Because of her tits, but it may. But she's so, not. Wait a minute. So do they bring out a separate scale for the titties <laughs> and subtract that to determine your weight? Is that what she wants? I don't understand the whole story. Like Ever. they bring out a thing that just yeah, they crank it up and it lifts the titties, and then those don't get measured. This thing is so fucking stupid. First of all, she's not even. A, she's a kickboxer. But, but they had her as an MMA fighter. Okay. She's, she's one and one from Long Island, great at marketing herself, because now it was on the front page of like CNN.com, like all these things about this girl who's complaining about her tits being too big. <sighs> and that was like, oh, what's next? Her guy, our black guy, like, my dick's too my big. My dick's too big. I need to be in a different weight class. I'm 14 pounds of dick. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, That'd be Hector Lombard. He'd to, be in a totally different weight class. Talk about, like, talk about setting class. women back. I mean, like, like why? Can I can I tell you something? I was watching the the UFC fight from Japan. Yeah, and there was that one. You know, first okay, was, there were the two Japanese guys. No ground game, either one. It was basically a kickboxing match. Right. And I got to tell you, for the first time as an MMA observer, I missed grappling. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, somebody takes somebody down. Like you, they got tired. They just started leading on each other. They weren't doing shit. Neither one had knockout power. And I was like, somebody try and finish this fight, you fucking dicks. Right. I, I, that, I was like, I was like, this isn't even. This is a kickboxing match. This isn't even MMA. And who was that skinny white guy they sent over from the U.S. Poon or Spoon? George Roop. Yeah, Roop. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I was like, who? It was like they wanted to make sure the Japanese beat one American, just to, like, you know. And He's pretty good, and they were George calling around to the, the, to the different camps, being like, "Okay, who's the one guy?" No, that you can't George Roop's a legit fighter, though. Roop's actually got some pretty big wins. Really? Because he didn't use his reach advantage. He didn't use his height advantage. He looked exhausted after the first round. I, was I think like, he's, this cutting, guy, he's cutting too much weight. I was just like, "This guy, they must have cherry picked him to make no, sure." No, no, the they really didn't. Though something. they didn't cherry pick him at all. Like Roop has won some big fights. That he wasn't supposed to win. Oh boy, he didn't look good at all. Yeah, uh, so Rowdy Beck last night, Ooh, yeah. she got a tattoo on her head of a leopard. <laughs> of course she did. Uh, She's a fighter. It takes up half her head. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Like I've always, I'm a, I'm a Rowdy Beck fan. Yeah. She's a friend. Yeah. She, she, she's a cool Which chick. She's going to lose her next three fights. Fuck you, all right? <laughs> You're going to lose your job as the co-host. The only one who's going to lose is you, and that's I'm coming kidding. in here. I'm just busting your balls. Not fucking true. Okay? It's not true. No, the people, no have, curse of Adam Hunter. People have said that, and I'm like, dude, Tyron Woodley uh, won his fights after coming on the show. TJ Dillashaw yeah. has been undefeated since coming on the show. Jake El... Oh. Jake Ellenberger beat Josh Koscheck while he was on the podcast. Okay, okay? <laughs> so I could go through a list of people. No, I know, man. I'm just I like busting your balls. You know that's all. And I, I actually, if I'm going to go through the entire fucking list of people who've been on the show, I'll do it. It's not about who's been on the show. It's about who says they're friends with you. Oh, I'm oh, I'm friends with all these people. Yeah, right? I know you are. That's the problem. 
You're an idiot. All right. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. So, Rowdy Beck. I love you, man. You know I'm just busting your balls. I know, I know. So, Rowdy Beck. I know, because people actually tried to get me on my nerves by doing that, by saying the M.A. Rosa curse. I'm like. Oh, you take it too seriously. Because oh, I want people to come on the show. That's true. And they do come on the show. It's a great show. So, Rowdy Beck, this is what she did to her head. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. First of all, it kind of, it it kind of looks like a bear. It has a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, she sure she didn't mean to have a bear put on her head. No, she, it's a leopard. It's a I leopard. don't think that's a leopard. I would like to show that to a zoologist and get <laughs> I, and get their first guess. You tell me what this animal is, because I'm telling you, the first thing is like brown bear. I said I wanted to see her pussy now. It's on her forehead, <laughs> her the side of her head. I'm, I'm a fan of Rowdy Beck. I'm not. People kept tagging me to make fun of her. It's hard to make fun of someone with that permanent. I would. I mean, she she could just grow hair. If, yeah, and cover it right up. It's not like you can't cover it up. Yeah. But I don't know if I would want my, I don't know. It'd be hard. Like, this Maybe is a good, she just loves California. She's why? Like, that bear, that's the state. It's not a bear. It's a leopard. It's a bear. It's a leopard. <laughs> it's a leopard. And uh, look, I, I don't even know if I mind this. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy who got a Conor McGregor tattoo on his on his leg recently. Okay. Uh, that, I think, is more disturbing. Was he at least Irish? Because if you're not Irish, you get a Conor McGregor tattoo on your leg. You have nothing to live for. Like, like, come on. Get your baby's name on there or something. Uh, Let me see if I can find the Conor McGregor. But I realize that he's the greatest thing since St. Patrick in Ireland, so. So, yeah, I don't understand why you would do that. Get another person's face on your body. I just don't think that's really that cool. Yeah. That's I mean, like wearing, like, you know when guys wear jerseys and it has, like, the quarterback's name on the jersey? Yeah. And it's like, what are you, his girlfriend? But you could take off the jersey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can That tattoo is pretty permanent. You can wear the jersey when the team's playing or something and yeah. support the team. It's when you just get a leg on your leg, a guy's face on your leg. Yeah. You're like, why? Why that's are you doing that? Wow. Another guy got Cain Velasquez on his chest. And I said it fades under high like high elevation. <laughs> but ser- like, why are you doing this? I have you. You have any tattoos? No, I don't have any. I, there's nothing that I really want that permanent on my body. Yeah, I can't even get a girlfriend to fucking to stay more than a month. I, I'm a fucking an artwork. Yeah, seriously. Like, there's nothing where I'm like, man, I they really, should, they I really want that. Like henna. I, should, what? Yeah, henna should, would be good, right? The henna tattoo, yeah. I understand. But our marker, but yeah. like, I mean, I, Roddy Beck has a thousand tattoos and, you know, that's her thing. That's her thing. But if people want to, but you, you, you get other fighters on your body or even there's a guy that got Ronda Rousey tattoo. Well, I and can it, see that. But it looks like she's holding, it's her hand wrap. It looks like she's holding a black cock. The way her hand, like, why? Why? I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> I support that as well. I don't know, man. I don't support any of that. I just, I mean, the good thing about when you see chicks with tattoos like that, you know, they put out. How? Oh, for, oh, of course. I mean, when Come you see on. girls that are have, oh, it's like a tongue stud. It's like, oh, uh, you're ready to suck some dick, like right now. Yeah, like you're ready. You like you prepared <laughs> yourself for any time dick suckings. Like I'm just gonna keep this in in case cock flops in my face <laughs> at any given moment. I want to be ready. So, like seriously, when you see a girl with a sleeve tattoo, you know that she's down. She's gonna fuck, right? Yeah, wild too. Probably anal. Anal, really? Oh yeah. You think probably her preference? Anal. She likes pain. She likes pain. She likes pain. So you think anal, she she goes for anal. First. Have you ever had anal? Like, like, she probably gives you anal, and like vaginal is like, it's a commitment. Now we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Or kissing. Before, you know, anal before right, kissing? Exactly. Anal, it's like, sure, you hit it. Have Get, you ever had anal the first night? I'm trying to think if I have ever had it. I feel like I have. I have not. 
I'm not on the first night. No, I, think, I don't think on the first night. I don't think I ever... Nah, nah. If a girl wants to handle the first night, something's going on. Something's wrong, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's not... Oh, yeah. She was touched by an uncle. <laughs> she was... <laughs> That's a bad. You know, a lot of these girls now they get used to liking anal because they want to keep their virginity. Oh you come know, on! No, this they happens don't. a lot in the, in the Midwest and the South. These girls that they're like, oh, you want to keep your virginity, so they just start putting in the ass all the time, and they just get used to it. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was, and I used to work at night calls. They were doing that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a. Get- I never did it, but I. I, remember I was it. the warm up comic for this show hosted by Jesse Jane and Kirsten Price. And literally, it was like the most ridiculous gig I've ever had. I've talked about it on the show before. Yeah, but yeah. Like, so there was a guy that had like one of the episodes. It was like the size matter. That was the theme of the show. Right. And a guy's penis was like an inch. Ooh. And and he came on and showed his dick to everyone. Ugh. And his girlfriend was How there. How weird was that looking? His girlfriend was there filming it. And then they were calling it like, oh, it's like a little, t- it's a turtle shell or the head peeking out of a, you know. And yeah. then so then they were putting like weights on it, trying to like. To like stretch it out, stretch it out, that and the, awful. the weights fell off. Okay, oh. it was like just they tried to put a penis pump in it, see if that would work. And like, but it was just, I'm like, why are and you? That was like your favorite day at work ever. I, no, I asked, <laughs> I, I actually asked the guy, I'm like, why are you doing this? And he was like, oh, well, you know, you only live once. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Yeah, keep that secret for the entirety of this once. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. You have a girlfriend. Why you got to go put this on TV? And she was recording it. Like she was into it. And then so and then Jesse Jane was saying, "Well, at least you know, at least a lot of girls will want you to do anal." But I, I, I know girls that only do anal with Asian dudes, and not to like make fun of Asian dudes, but that's like they'll. Like Asian dudes probably get more anal. Can I tell you something? One time I had dated this girl and I bust, I broken up with her. Yeah. Right? And then she started dating this other guy and they got engaged. And then she was like, "Greg, I want to come over and I want to have you fuck me in the ass because my fiance's dick is too huge and I want to try anal before I get married." No way. Yeah. Did so you? She came over and I fucked her in the ass. Really? Yeah. But and you didn't feel bad that she was getting married? Fuck no! I don't care. She's not marrying me. <laughs> That's horrible. No, it's fantastic. I, I guess it's fantastic. And it did hurt. I mean, she was like, oh, oh. You know I mean, you know. Like, like that was on her bucket list? Yeah. Was and I guess getting... her fiance had a huge cock, and she was like, that's never going in there. So she came over, and I fucked her in the ass. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It was awesome. I, I'm sure. I'm Really? Nah, no, nah, you know what? I'm not that into anal. Yeah. The the Every time I fuck a girl in the ass, I'm like, nah, pussy's better. Oh, yeah, of course. I like it a lot better. You, Andrew? All right, thanks, yeah. man. That, that up, was no, the first time he a, spoke on the podcast. Over, <laughs> not a fan of anal. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think about it for a minute. No, not a fan. Yeah, and if a girl's really in, if that's her, her like, go-to, you have to start. Only one time was I fucking a girl whose pussy was so big. Well, I also had whiskey dick, too, but it just felt like my dick just kept falling right the fuck out of it. Really? I was like, how big is your pussy? Jesus. Every time I pulled back, of course, I was pretty wasted. It was like a one-night stand thing. But that was the one time I was thinking, maybe I should just put it in your ass because wow. your pussy's just this fucking gaping hole. <laughs> All right, let's get back to normal. So, so anyway. This is normal. What are you talking about? This is normal. <laughs> Guys, by the way, people, uh, I have this new MMA Roasted video uh, for 192. And I watched it. It's very funny. Watch it, guys. It's, it's, over, it's up to 5,000 hits. Which That's is a, great. It's okay. You my, released it today. Yesterday. Yesterday. I, I'm, dude, my entire life is now like... I don't know, I gotta I gotta change something up, man. My whole life is like you know wh- you what's call. the what's 
Decipher. I should call you decipher. Should. My whole life is li- really like, okay, what? How's the podcast? What are we ranked right now? Right. How many hits do I have on uh, YouTube? How many likes do I have on Instagram? How many likes do I have on Facebook? How many retweets do so I have become, on? Your life has become about the quantification of attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how many how many retweets do I have? That's how fun. how many favorites? You it's know, but a- it's not your fault. It's the business that did that to us. Instead of somebody listening to it, be like, "This is quality. This is funny. We should promote it. We should." No, now it's all like, "What are your numbers like? What are your numbers like?" Everything is, "What are your numbers like?" You know, it's all on us now. We nobody gets into comedy to be a marketer, to be a programmer, to be you know checking the numbers. We we want to sleep all day, get up around six p.m., get, get eat something and go sling jokes for a couple hours, get drunk, get laid, and do it again the next day. I know. My whole life is like. It's like I look, I wake up and I'm like, all right, what's all right? We're all right, we're we're number ninety on iTunes. Okay, what what's ranked above me? Like, and then it's like anger or frustration or like, but that, or like, you know what? It, I'm it not good enough. To your dedication, though. Yeah, but it's you know what? In some ways, it 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 diminishes the product though because I'm not thinking of okay, what joke should I write? Or I'm not thinking right. of what script do I need like, to do? What's going to win the or, game? Or what's the new TV show idea? I am in the back of my head, but I'm, but it's more about like, okay, this comes out. I got to put it on the underground. I got to promote it on this website. I got to ask 50 people to have to tweet it out for me. I, it's just like constantly like me having to get people to watch it. And it's just, it's just frustrating. After I mean, it's not poor me. There are people digging ditches that would be like, oh, I love that fucking job. You know, <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. People doing construction all day that are like, Hey, they should have made better choices with their life, like not being born in Guatemala. <laughs> Come so. on. There are people driving trucks that would be like, wait, wait, you're talking about, uh, so you have to tweet something out? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying woe is me. I'm just saying that it does get, it's like this constant need of approval. And it's not even like, because I know it's a good product. Like yeah. I know we have the best podcast out there. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I really feel that like joke for joke, people tell me, Adam, I listen to your show. I have to leave the library. I have to leave this. I have to leave that. I have to leave work. Thank you. I, I can't I tell leave the bathroom. I can't tell you how many people tell me your shows get through me through work. Your shows yeah. get me through this. I go to the gym and listen to your show. And by the way, all the people there, thank you. Yes, so, thank you guys so much. Greatest fans in the world, MMA Roaster Family. Greatest, honestly. I I can't tell you how many I mean I I have this movie idea. I raised thirteen thousand dollars primarily from fans of MMA Roaster. Sure. You know, so it's just a lot of money. You know, yeah. even thirteen grand. It's not gonna make the movie right now, but it's still something. You could shoot a trailer though to raise more money. Yeah, I, the problem with that is then you've raised it on your money in the trailer you know so that well, you gotta make raise something and make nothing yeah 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 the point is, the point being is that i gotta figure something out in my life where i'm not just constantly looking at like what my numbers are and for validation yeah and maybe it's just fucking it's frustrating i like i do wish i had a uh an intern or a assistant or something that could do all this shit for intern. me do all this shit for me but it's just like it's but they, yeah. But then I started tr- distrusting the intern. You know, right, right. Are they checking the numbers? Are they on it? Are they just sitting around in my apartment? So fucking. But I I know that like we what I'm doing is good. Yeah. I mean, even like the likes on this fucking YouTube video, 128 likes, eight dislikes. That's and, a great and, and more people are gonna are looking to dislike your shit. Sure. I mean, most people. Lo- Everybody's a judge. I've never disliked anything on YouTube ever yeah. once. 
I've never. I don't, I don't think I have either. I even though you have to log in. Yeah. I don't want to fucking. Lo- I don't even know my. <laughs> I don't want to log in to dislike something. Yeah. Most people they go oh they like it or they don't. If you but a lot of people are looking to fucking you know it's funny though because like they're they're waiting for you to suck on one. And go, yeah. oh, this is horrible. But anyway, it's just a fucking annoying. I don't even know why I'm fucking. I don't either. You need to call decipher. <laughs> I don't know why you put this on us. This is a goddamn comedy MMA podcast. <laughs> you fucking bringing me down, Adam. Sorry, Jeez, man. You get laid all the time. You know all I'm not fires. getting laid. My, my, you tra- my... Listen, you're booked every weekend. I'm not booked every weekend. You're booked every weekend. You got nothing. You, no, the girlfriend's is... out of town, so I haven't been laid, laid at all. Oh, no. It's been like, I haven't got laid, <gasps> I haven't got laid in two weeks. <laughs> no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, what was me. And I'm just you saying. could get laid if you wanted to, but you're a better guy than that. You know who that is also? It's not even, number one, I gave the girl my word I wouldn't fuck around. If I give someone my word, I, I, I keep it. Especially someone like that. You I never always, have given her your word. I always distrust, you should have just given her a key to your part. I always distrust people that like cheat on their wives in a way because I'm like, man, if you're going to cheat on your wife, you're probably going to fuck me over at some point. Because... You see all these guys, they cheat on their wives. Like, that's the girl that you, that you go home to every night. That's the one you sleep next to. That's the one you walk down the aisle with. Yeah. You're fucking her over. Like, uh, are we, how, when it comes down to it, are you really going to be fucking, you're going to have my back? Yeah. There are a lot of people that cheat. So I, I, there are I, a lot of people that cheat. I want them to like our show. So I'm not, I'm not judging you. I just start, I always. I'm not judging you. Please, tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> but, At MMA Roasted, hashtag, I'm a cheater. <laughs> so, that being said, uh. I also, I have this, like, OCD thing where I go, all right, if I cheat on my girlfriend, then I'm going to fuck up an audition, or no, my absolutely. show's going to get canceled, and it's going to be karma. Well, or, I believe in that, man, or what especially if, we, if you believe that that's true, then it's true. Or what if we end up getting married, and then the whole time I'm back in my head, I'm like, yeah, but the time I got the blowjob from the fucking whatever, and then how am I gonna, what if you have kids, and I'm going to tell the kid to not cheat, <laughs> and then I'm going to be a- Don't compl- cheat like daddy, dude. I'm going to be a complete fucking liar and bullshitter. And he'll be able to look in my eyes and know that I'm lying to him. So I don't want to. It's a, it's really more like I don't cheat for that my own fucking sanity than it is to hurting the other person. You know, some people are could, could do that. Some people can just some dudes could just cheat and go on and not their feel day. a thing. Yeah, not and just go thing. around along with their life like nothing ever happened. I, Listen, I wish I could be one of those. I kind guys. of envy those people. But this man. face <laughs> holds no secrets. I'm so bad at keeping secrets. I can't do it. My face will tell you everything you want to know. The, Plus, my girlfriend, my fiance, she's a bloodhound. She would smell it on me. I don't care how many days it's been. Yeah, the the whole yeah that some 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 reason I feel like people would be able to know. Yeah, I'm not good at holding secrets. Yeah. The whole time, I just can't wait to make tell, tell this person the secret. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, guys, just a note. Never tell Adam any Oh, secrets. and then I try to tell him in like an indirect way where like I, I kind of gave it out, but I didn't. I still think my favorite thing is when you're driving home, you're like, hey, if you need someone to go to strip club with you, I'll go to a strip club with you. I wanted to go so bad, but then too. my dog, my you know, my, my dog. I needed to walk the dog, you know? <laughs> you're such a I don't want to, the dog was a, like six you hours. You shouldn't even have animals. I really shouldn't have animals, but I'm stuck with them, and I'm not going to leave them. It's nice that your dad takes them all the time, though. That's fun for you. My dad takes my, my dog. Is your dad but, married now? Did yeah, he's married? married. That's nice. My dad takes my dog. Yeah. But it does. It also sucks that I have an animal that is like, most people have a dog to like make friends. Yeah. My animal attacks every dog. Like I, I can't go near <laughs> people with my dog. My dog will try to kill the yeah. animal. He'll go for the neck. Right. And he's like, a rescue. He's, he's got a, that he, whole... He's not a rescue. He was used as bait for pit bull fighting. Right. So he, he knows how to fight. Sounds like a rescue. Yeah, beyond rescue. He should yeah. have been dead like six or seven times. They would right. put him down. But he's just... He's a fighter. 
You know. I hope nobody ever. I hope somebody breaks into your apartment one time with that dog just loses. Today, today I was trying to type, and that the cat, you know, he puts his his face right on my my arm, and just starts staring at me. Like, and the, yeah, like play with me. Yeah, or like just hang out with me. Like and he sleeps, but then I can't t- I can't move my arm because I don't want to move because I feel bad that he's so he looks so comfortable there. Yeah. So now I gotta like adjust the computer to how I can type. You're such a cream puff. Look at you. <sighs> it's hard. And then I'm like, finally, I'm like, listen, man, I, I gotta get this done. Otherwise, I can't buy you cat food. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start talking to the cat. Like, <laughs> just just go over there. Yeah. And then he's like, come on. Like, and then and then my other cat. That's Carmen. She comes over and only lets me touch her ass. Like her, she wants her butt, like her her back, right before the tail. Not like Listen, in her ass. You can back off from it now, but it already sounded weird. No, she wants her butt scratched, like her like her her tail, not her ass. In your finger in? No, not a, no. I don't finger the cat. I'm saying he. You, she wants. How else did it get herpes? No. Listen, douchebag, okay? <laughs> no, the, the tail... You guys heard it here first. Adam Under just admitted to fingering his cat, and that's how he got no, hurt. I finger pussy, but not that. Listen, so, <laughs> so like, the tail, the back, right where the tail, like, that's that one, that's, like, their spot. Because they can't, Herpes. they can't reach it. Right, 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 right. So they're like, you touch that spot, yeah, right, like where crazy. the tail meets the back, and then, purr, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the whole room starts vibrating, you know. <laughs> but she only gives me like, this, this sounds so bad. <laughs> she only gives me. There's no way to describe this. Seven dots sound horrible. She only gives me like five minutes a day. Like I only get five minutes to Typical make pussy. to make her vibrate. Make you her. know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, talk- we're still talking about your cat. Yes, right? yes. I can only. God, I was getting a little confused there. Fucking Anthony Gutierrez. I mean, I was so excited for a fucking press conference, man. I was really excited because this kid talks a lot of shit. It was going to be fun. And He's then, running uh, already. He ne- and then uh, he never answered. But anyway, this, this guy, Brian. Brian Levick, who uh, he's a real, real nice guy. He's a guy that works for Titan and works for Shamrock. And uh, he, he gives me all the guys. So it's not his fault. Brian's great. Uh, just shit, sometimes shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. It's hard, you know? What's with this explode and dynamite? <laughs> putting a, 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 you know that dynamite, when they had the, first of all, when they had the kickboxing? Oh, and so then they stupid. had those huge puffy gloves. And they just look ridiculous when you're watching them right next to MMA gloves. Oh, you're talking about the, uh, the Bellator and, event? Yeah, dynamite. You know, and then they put up that American woman... Who looked <laughs> the housewife that she was fighting? Uh, what's the name's wife? Uh, it was what's the name's wife she was fighting? It was uh, Gilbert Melendez's yeah, wife. Yeah, well, she obviously is a fighter. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was like, "Okay, kids, here's your lunches. Mommy's gonna go fight now." Yeah, that I, was not good. Yeah, I I understand that like uh, Bellator is trying to build up their stars and trying to have these kind of like mismatches. It's just too gimmicky. Yeah, that's. It's, I said that. I said have MMA, yeah, and then have another show where you have kickboxing. And yeah. You don't need to put wrestling and arm wrestling and boxing. And yeah, then, all I could think was that. <laughs> uh, that all I could think is that ring is taking up a lot of valuable seats. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it, and people said it was empty. They said the whole place is basically empty because of that stupid ring. And nobody that watched that uh, that I know was like, "Oh, I gotta watch more kickboxing now." Yeah, no, you, know? you were like, "That's what I'm saying." Like even watching the, the MMA fight from Japan on UFC Fight Night, they no one took the, the other to the ground. I got bored. I was like, I actually miss the, the grappling, which you know me normally I'm like screw grappling. I like, but, but without it, it really was pretty boring well, and pretty with, tame. The problem is that like the UFC isn't the biggest organization in uh, Asia. Right, right, right. Like right. a lot of the best guys go over to One right. FC. Right. 
Oh, okay. They're bringing back Pride, but they go to other organizations. Yeah. So even like the Ultimate Fighter Japan, I think it didn't sell as well as like other things. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's different. It's just different. You know, a lot of these guys, like there has not been a guy from, I know Kid Yamamoto was a great fighter. I think he was one of the best fighters, but he sort of like, it, Missed his yeah, prime. Yeah, it's been a while. He's kind of missed his prime, but there has not been a guy, a Japanese guy. You have to call him Suri Yamamoto now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I would say the best Asian guy in the UFC in the last couple of years, and somebody's going to fucking correct me on this one, but what has been the Korean zombie? And he's been out for a while. The Korean zombie, you know, he, he, he had some great fights. He was the one guy that was like sexy Yama. Good fighter. Yeah. Good fighter. You but like Korean zombie better than sexy Yama? Uh... In the UFC, I think he, he has been. Oh, okay. In the UFC, he he beat um, he beat Mark Hominick in like seven seconds, and then he beat Dustin Poirier in a great fight. Yeah, Sensei Yama lost most of his fights in the UFC. And he fought for the title. Actually, he fought Aldo, yeah. the Korean Zombie, and like threw out his shoulder or something, and then that was the end of the fight. I believe it was his shoulder. I'm sure the guy MMA stats, MMA Rose's stats. He's gonna is get gonna, right up on you. Get, get, get right up your ass with uh, a flashlight. But I would say he, out of all you, out of all the Asian fighters, he's done the best so far. Uh, although uh, the other guy fought Demetrius Johnson for the title, um, Horiguchi, right? Fought for the title at the 125. Mm-hmm. So he has fought. So I would say those those two guys. And Horiguchi, I think, is from. I want to say he's from Japan. I'm sure the MMA stat guy is gonna tell me exactly where. <laughs> uh, he's from Okinawa. Yeah, he's, but I love that wizard, MMA Rose's stats guy. He's just, <laughs> yeah, just correct, correcting <laughs> error, today's errors. You know, you know what happened was this guy was listening to our show and was like, wrong, wrong, wrong and he's like, fuck it, I'm not mad. I'm creating all my own fucking Twitter feed to correct his fucking Twitter. But you know what, he does it in like a funny, respectful way, yeah. so I kind of, I, I totally thank you and I, I respect that, as opposed to just someone... Telling me you fucking cocksucker. Yeah. This is not the way. You're you... so stupid. This is yeah. Not... That's where it's like you know. Come on. Yeah. What, what are you gonna do? It, it's funny though. Like I got into an argument today uh, with somebody. What happened? I was fighting somebody today. Oh, Carla Esparza sa- said, uh, "What should I wear? For, what should I be for Halloween?" And then I said, "Oh, why don't you come on the podcast? And that I'll be here for Halloween or something." And then somebody wrote, somebody else writes, "Why don't you try being an MMA fighter?" And I was like, Ugh. MMA fighter, this chick was a champion, yeah. won the Ultimate Fighter, uh, has lost one fight in the UFC to uh, Joanna Janjuncek, who's destroyed everybody. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy, and this guy, I think, was a, a Thai fighter. I looked at his record, he was like 9-3. and three. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell Hector's girlfriend, Like, although I, don't want, I didn't actually want to tell her. <laughs> but all I could think was, you know, she needs to find a tiny little wiry man with little fists of fury. <laughs> That throws that that throws you know if she's flurries, training, if that she's, throws flurries because yeah, that's what you have to that's if, what she does. If she's training with Hector Lombard and those people over there, I, she's they, they they're gonna take care of her. Yeah, but you know, uh, Joanna doesn't throw big One, punches. She throws thousands. She, of punches. Right, it's yeah. volume at at a lightning pace. Yeah, it's hard. And that's what she has to prepare for. I don't know how she's gonna. I. I Guarantee she's probably not gonna be able to find a girl that. That's what I'm like saying. That. She needs to find but, a tiny little wiry Latino man that comes in with his <laughs> tiny little feet. And he bring in a little fist and he throws the little punches, the little punches in the little punches, little punches, little punches. By the way, are you Monday? Can you be on the show? Uh, Please say yes because I, we have Joe Duffy coming on. He's the last guy to beat Conor McGregor. Oh, really? Yeah. He, oh, I got to try to be on the show on Monday. One to two thirty. He's the last guy to beat Conor I McGregor. Can. I think I can. Uh, he 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 subbed him. I think in one round. Wow. 
One so or two submission's rounds. the way to get it. Now he's in the UFC. But that was a while ago, though. That was a while ago. But this guy Duffy is in the UFC. He's fighting Dustin Poirier. He's undefeated. He was as a as a pro boxer and as a mixed martial artist. Really? This guy Joe so Duffy. This guy's a fighter. He's a beast. So he's coming on the podcast Monday. He has no idea about. Yes. So that we have Connor as a regular guest. <laughs> Connor is here. So Monday. Oh man, do you think that'll heat him up? Uh, I, I he's probably gonna hang up or he's gonna laugh. I think I think it'd be great. This guy. I mean, let's do it. So and we also have Uncle Creepy in studio. Oh great. So it's gonna be a good show. That'll be fun. That's a good show. That's yeah fun. yeah. So uh, yeah, Monday is a good show. Uh, we have Joe oh. Duffy. Anyway, that's our podcast today. Uh, I want to thank all our sponsors. Tip a fighter. Listen, people. There's no reason we can't help out these fighters. We are making it possible. At Tip a Fighter, tipafighter.com. Check out their roster. It's growing. Okay, they got guys like Kevin Lee. Okay, they're, they're signing up people left and right. Tip a Fighter, Tip a Fighter. Also, D Cipher. They have light. They have life coaching you services. Need them so bad. What? <laughs> life coaching services. Confidence building. Advising celebrities. Help prepare for speaking engagements, help reach goals, student advising, youth and teen life coaching, whole family coaching, talk to people in need of a friend. Miss <laughs> 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 Cleo is there. <laughs> Mental coaching. They also do horoscope. <laughs> they also do consulting and advising services. They also do window tinting. <laughs> they also <laughs> Stop, man. These are our fucking sponsors, I know. I man. love you guys at Decipher. Uh, product development, merger and acquisition, social media campaigns, <laughs> student advising, contract review. Wait a minute. Porn and <laughs> student advising? These guys, man, they cover it all. And then they do negotiating services. Should I front load my schedule with all my ba my core classes? I don't know. What is your interest in sucking cocks? In mediations, contract evaluations, salary negotiation, politicians and international conflict negotiations, MMA, fighters and boxing, contract negotiations, car sales negotiations. <laughs> Mergers and acquisitions and real estate negotiations. Okay, D cipher. DI slash. And I'm not saying that facetiously. Like C Y P H E R dot com and say dodgeball for ten percent off all services. There you go. Also, American Icon Autographs. A I A S E dot com. The best sports and celebrity memorabilia events. What's up, Sean? Past signings include Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan. Remove it. Restoration. Has your place been vandalized? Have gang members taken over your storefront property? Only one place to go. Remove Restoration, 1-888-424-9697 or Restoration.com. And finally, thank you to Camara Coffee, the best coffee I have ever tasted in my life. Become the legend. CamaraCoffee.com. Use the coupon code MMA Roasted. Thank you, Greg Wilson. Wait, I'll be at the Comedy Spot. Uh, this weekend, Friday and Saturday, October, I think it's one and two. Oh, no, today's the first. Two and three, October two and three. Tomorrow night, Saturday night, if you're in the Phoenix area, come out and see me. Uh, this episode, we should call this Tears of the Clowns. That's what we should call today's episode. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I will be at the Hollywood Improv October 30th, and I will be at uh, the, um, the uh, House of Comedy in Scottsdale, in the middle of October. AdamHunter.com. Uh, thank you. <laughs>